are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week, partner in crime, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I don't understand how fast these weeks go. Oh, wait, I forgot to start off that way. <laughs> oh, my sound's good. Yeah, it's, it's, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds good. It's just I, I feel like every every week now I feel like Thursday is four days of the week. Like it just it just feels like it just it just goes it's it's insane, dude. It just goes by so fast. It's like it's like I hang out with you, we play a game, then I go to work, then it's Thursday. It doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, real quick before I get into the the rundown over here, uh, Stealth S Gaming, thank you very much for the eighteen months. Says, let's knock this out, uh, lock, knock this show out of the park. Appreciate you, man. What's going on, chat? Welcome, welcome to Thirty and Still Gaming and Generation X Gaming, the podcast goes over weekly. Uh, a few of the top stories from the past week. Uh, if you'd like to help us out on any way of this show, you could do super chats during this on YouTube. You could also hit the like, share, and subscribe button over on YouTube. Or if you want to become a member for as little as ninety nine cents. Uh, $1.99 or $4.99, you can do that over in different tiers over on YouTube. If you're watching on Twitch, you can hit the follow button. It's absolutely free. Or you can hit the subscribe button, which is $4.99. Or you can also uh, do uh, the uh, Twitch Prime sub. Just remember, every time you hit the Twitch Prime and use it on somebody on the platform, Twitch loses money. And if you, like, if you, if you like Twitch losing money, go ahead and use that Twitch Prime uh, Twitch Prime sub. Otherwise, even if it's not, even if it's not us. Anyway. Right, yeah, anybody. Anybody. Uh, Stealth Gaming uh, with the uh, super chat, uh, $10. Doesn't say anything. Appreciate you. Appreciate you very much. All right. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about there's this game coming out or it's in it's in demo form right now on Steam. It's called Hypercharge Unbox. We're going to talk about that show that a little bit. Uh, you'll understand why we're showing it because I think it falls in the wheelhouse of what we like on, on this show. Uh, we're going to talk about Xbox did it, Sarge. They... They beat somebody. They beat somebody uh, in Japan, and I'll, I'll tell you that. We'll, we'll have some number breakdown for you. We're going to talk about Sony and how they want to expand their single player and much more. Uh, uh, Thanks for becoming a member inside their house. Appreciate it very much for becoming a member. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to be talking about Sony readies for the metaverse revolution as well. Uh, Marvel does a thing. Marvel does a thing. Uh, they got the rights to some. Buddy, something. We'll talk about that. Um, we're also going to talk about Marvel itself. <clears throat> they they announced the new game today, Sarge. Marvel announced on, the new game on purpose, like the movie version or the video game portion. No, video game portion. They 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 announced a new game. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Dice removed something from the game because they can't fix it, so they got to remove it. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Fall Guys. Fall Guys is doing something. We'll talk about that. Nintendo. We're going to talk a little bit about Nintendo and who their major stakeholders are in that company. We're going to talk about Grand Theft Auto and how many copies they've sold. We're going to talk about Sony. Uh, they might have the marketing rights, or actually they have PlayStation 5 marketing rights 
for certain games, and we'll talk about that, what it could potentially mean uh, going forward. Uh, Power Rangers, I know you're a fan of Power Rangers, Sarge. Power Rangers uh, also came out with a game, and we're going to talk about that just a little bit. Uh, Disney Plus uh, surpassed a, a milestone for them, uh, and then we'll talk about that. And then we have many, many other stories that we may or may not get to. But those are just a few of the top stories in the past week and as we rant along the way. Uh, what have you been playing, Sarge? I know we both have been playing Division. Is there any other games that you've, uh, that you've dabbled in this past week? I mean, I mean, I was looking through Game Pass and I was, I was, I was waiting for the itch to happen because it's right around May. And I was waiting for the itch to like play through a, a Skyrim thing or play through a Fallout 4, but I haven't got the itch. At all, it's for and what? so it's it's, it's kind of just to play one of those games where oh, you like you just zone like I, I'm in an open world and I'm zoning out and I don't care like I, I pick a completely different way of playing the character and I and I play through the entire campaign again. I mean, are we there yet? Uh, since we were there, I, I get the name wrong every week. I play it every week, but I get the name wrong every time. While we were here, since I was here, since I was gone, uh, anyway, that game, right? I, I stopped playing it because after struggling to get off planet to go to a different planet, all you do is repeat the process and then build up on that planet to leave that planet before the space wheel comes to eat you. So it kind of it kind of lost a little effect for me. Then I went on a I went down the you know the hole of looking for um, uh, city builders. Yep. And I looked at looked at all the anos, um, and I, I I thought about that. I thought about the new sieve. Like Thanks I was bored. You saw I was bored. I was, I was looking around, trying to figure out. Okay, what what am I going to play? What am I going to play? Thank God, Division Two came out with the thing that right? the, the extra the, the manhunt because we got together, gamer, and we were playing like old times. And I and I totally forgot about Anyo and the city builders and the are we there yet? And I, I forgot about them all and just went right back down to figure out why do I have two hundred and ninety nine pieces of gear in my stash and I haven't played for two years. Right. Right. I, and so then I, I had to do the one by one, and I'm looking at each piece of gear, and I'm going, why did I keep it? Why did I keep it? Why did I keep it? And then I, for some reason, something clicked in my brain when I was looking at the optimization table or the recalibration station or that chick with the guns, whatever one you refer to in the White House, right? I, I, I'm an idiot, and I realized that <laughs> the, re, the, the recalibration was you pick an attribute, and you can change it once. And that's it. Right. What I did not know is even though you change that once, the other ones that are still there, you can upgrade that stat by trading in stuff to make the number go bigger till it maxes out. I thought that you were just looking for the best gear possible, right. like the highest up you can go, and then you would switch to one you didn't like, and then that was the piece of gear you got. Then I learned about the expertise thing about turning, I actually read through it, watched the video, Started going through it and I'm like, okay, so now I've got to trade in 20 of the same gun into the gun I like in order to be proficient right. at that gun for an extra 0.05% damage or whatever. Like, right. I'm not doing that. I don't care. Yeah. I'm no, not doing that. I, I like it and I wanna I wanna level it up, but it's it's the long game, right? It's the long game. Uh real quick, I didn't even know this is a thing. Okay, I know I applied for it. I didn't know I got it. But uh, Stealth Gaming gifted five uh, memberships uh, on the channel. I uh, appreciate that very much. 
I didn't even know we got gifted subs on YouTube. I applied, but they never sent me an email telling me I got it. So uh, I appreciate that. Thanks, YouTube, and and thanks, Stealth. Uh, don't know how you... Uh, I think Krebsy said something in chat uh, on how to redeem it. But uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Don't forget, allowed gifted subs on 30's channel so you can snag one on the subs uh, of the subs uh, Stealth Gifted. There you go. So you can snag it. I don't know how that works. So I appreciate that very much. So appreciate it very much. <clears throat> so I, I'm i in the same boat as you, Sarge. Like I'm playing Division 2 and I'm really liking it. I like going around, just doing the certain things. It's fresh. Right? It, fresh. it feels fresh, but I don't think it's... I think it's more because we took a break, not because of the update. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's yes. it's more it's nothing to do with the update. It has not right because I haven't even touched. I'm I'm, I'm I'm running around looking for another dude. I haven't even touched the update. I didn't go to a different planet. I didn't go to a different planet. Right. I didn't get a new spaceship. Right. Sar Sarge's uh, his audio is a little decent, guys. A but uh, don't worry, you can still hear him. But visually, it's off. Uh, so the. The thing is, I'm just running around playing, and everyone's asking me, "Well, how's the update? How's the update?" And I'm like, "I don't." Thanks for becoming a member. I don't really know the update. I don't really know the update, right? Because I'm yes, I'm doing the expertise and I'm doing the you know leveling up the guns and stuff. I didn't really play Countdown much. We played through the new season, like the season pass type of thing for the first week, but nothing's really like different about the game except for. What we're doing, we just haven't played in a while. I I do like the ex, ex, the um the expertise system, but I do feel like that should have been in the game since day one. I feel like that update is exactly what the championship system was uh for for Marvel's Avengers. Uh, now you're leveling up a watch. Now you're leveling up your proficiency. Now you're leveling up your expertise. Right? There's like these little things here and there, and I get it for the people that are playing Division. It's just more like. They're respecting the time. They are. They're respecting the player's time. Like, where you see the level 4,000, 6,000, uh, they, they're respecting their time. Because now, those people are just leveling up their main watch or level, or SDH, uh, right? Is it SDH? No, it's SCD. Or what, what's the, uh, the shade, the shade uh, level? Um, and they're just leveling that up. Now, there's, like, more to do. New armor, new gear set that you go for. It's actually pretty OP. Um, I, I, I'm liking the game. I'm liking it a lot. It's just fun going around doing the control points. And, and, and when you're, you're, you're muted, Sarge, you're muted. Sarge, you're, you're muted, Sarge. You're, you're muted. <laughs> How about yeah, now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, what, what did you say? I said, it's fun just to hang out with some friends in game. Yeah. Talk about whatever you're talking about in life. And just you're just playing the game. Yeah, yeah. I missed that. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like I said, I don't think the updates really brought me. I mean, I guess the I guess the update brought me back, but it's not. It's not what's making it fun. What's making it fun is just literally playing. No, the, the, the difference is, a member. is I like the setup of Division Two. It has good mechanics, but it gets stale because there's no change of venue. You're just in the same spot all the time, so you can't play it forever. So you leave it, and then you're happy that someone gives you a reason to pop back in again to fool around. That's right. what it is. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, let's be honest. They make another manhunt, and what I'm still trying to figure out is, 
Is there is there something I'm missing that you can buy something in there with real money? I, I'm still like, is, is there something there that it's so uh, yeah, low key there, I don't notice it? Yeah, there's cosmetics in there that you can buy and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's been there the whole entire time. Hence why, hence why they added more content, Sarge, because they've been making money the entire time, and more people wanted to play. So the the community is not like gigantic, but it's 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 well, decent size, and they're and. And it's there was, better than it's better than Timothy McCall from Wisconsin, right. who's the only guy playing. What, uh, what game was what, it again? What was it? What, what did we go to? Uh, it was Babylon. Babylon Fall. Babylon, Babylon Fall. Fall. It was it was uh, Toby McIntyre from uh, Spokane, uh, Spokane, yeah, Washington. Spokane, Washington. Yeah. yeah. Um, it it's it's um, it's a fun game. It really is, and the they're they're making money from it, like so much so that. There was an interview that I forget what the YouTuber that did it. I think it was Rogue Gold, uh, Gold Rogue. I forget his name uh, that did it, but he was interviewing one of the developers and he asked him straight out. He's like, he's like, did you think that you guys were going to have this much content, or whatever, coming into and, and keep going after the Fei Lao uh, expansion that came out with Warlords? Did you think other things were going to happen? They thought they were done with the game. They thought they were done with the game. And the way he answered it, he kind of like stumbled a little bit and and like paused and then said uh yeah we we have a lot of stuff in in down the down the pipeline and and whatnot and i think they looked at it i think one what ubisoft is trying to do they're trying to make their games more uh live service and open world type of stuff and division's already there so moving forward when they this is before ubisoft announced they were making live service more live service games right this is before they announced that they were changing what Assassin's Creed was going to be in the future. So they they looked at it and said, well, how can we keep this going? Well, let's, just, let's add more content, right? And I think that's what they're doing. So they saw, the, they saw that there was money left on the table. And they're like, we need to continue this and keep it going moving forward. Now, there is a rumor that we talked about it last week that Ubisoft Plus might be coming to Game Pass. But we do know it's going to be on PlayStation, the new PlayStation Plus um, it, it's already associated with that. So obviously I think this is just more moves to get that, right? These type of games with monetization in the background, it's, it's going to help the game flourish a little bit more. We'll talk about that a little bit uh, as we go. Um, another game I, I've been playing, I got back into it, Sarge. I don't know if I talked about it last week. I played it a lot this this weekend. SnowRunners. I've been playing SnowRunners again. And I have to tell you, I know SnowRunners is a truck game, and a lot of people look at this and just, like, brush it off. But if you want a challenging, fun, puzzle-timed, like, I compared this before even Elden Ring came out, because I never, I never played a Dark Souls game, okay, before Elden Ring, okay? And people will laugh at me, but SnowRunners is like an, an, a Dark Souls of trucking. Okay, and what I mean by this is there is no boss fights. There is nothing like that. But the maps that you play on, okay? The are, road is the boss yeah, fight. It, the what map that you play about? on, okay, is so rough and tough at some times. And all depending on what truck you have or character you're using, right? You can get through the mud easier or the terrain easier or harder. It's such a good game. And I, I literally played uh, one mission. I was helping my son out because he started a fresh game and I was playing on the lower, uh, the first map in Michigan. And I had this big ass, I forget what truck it is, but it, it's a later, later truck that I brought into his game because I remember when I had to do the missions 
it took me forever, right? So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll help you out. So I grabbed the biggest truck I got with the biggest trailer I got, and it holds like seven supplies in the back of the truck. And I'm going through these like little roads, but I'm just tearing through them with this big, you know, four four wheeler or um, uh, 18 wheeler, but four by four, all wheel drive and stuff. And I'm cutting through the stuff so fast. And I was just like, man, this is so fun. And then I just stopped and unlocked like five things simultaneously because I would just drop off, then go to the next thing, drop off all the, all the supplies. Within 30 minutes, I opened up a lot of stuff for him, which took me hours and hours to do, okay? Then I was like, oh, I'll do this other job, and I took this giant drill from the first map, and I had to go to the third map, and I had to drive through all the stuff to get there, and he didn't unlock the roads yet, so I had to take the long route through the narrow trees, okay, and go through all the stuff, and it was so difficult because I had this big-ass truck going through these tiny little trees. It was a pain in my ass, but I did it. But it took me two hours and 45 minutes to go from the first map to the third map to drop this thing off. <laughs> I, I think that game is specifically designed to try to hunt out and find new people who want to be truckers. I'm telling you, man, when I, when I play the game, I'm like, if I was a real it's life like, trucker, it's like Gattaca, I don't know what the hell like you would Gattaca do. It's like Gattaca for truckers. Yeah. It's a, test that's put into, it's a test that's put into society. No one mentions anything about it. It's supposed to be just a fun truck game. It's just a fun truck game. Meanwhile... It's or better yet, for something more more uh, comparable, it's like Ender's Game, right? Yeah. They give you certain tests, and they you just oh, it's just a game. I don't know. And then they go, oh, this guy's good. Let's pick him for this. Right? Same thing. Right? There are people being trained right now to be truckers because we've got a massive, massive trucker shortage. Right. And so they're looking to bring up people who are patient, think it's fun and cool. And so they're trying to find those people. I'm uh, telling you, that's what it is. I'm telling you, this game, this game is a blast. And they they upgraded the graphics and stuff for the Xbox Series X. And playing it on the on the X is is so it's so beautiful. There's moments in this game you're just like, wow, this is really good. And the physics of the mud and just just everything about it is 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 a very good game. It's a I I, I swear to God, chat, it's a sleeper game, man. You if you pick this game up, I, and I think it's on sale. Uh, or when it goes on sale, pick it up. It is, it's really, really satisfying when you play. It's a slow-paced game. It's not a fast-paced game in any way, shape, or form. So if you're looking for, like, high-packed high action, it's not that game, okay? It's slow and steady wins the race, and it's something that you can play and chill and, and do stuff. And what I really like about it as well, I try to play with just randoms. I just joined people's games and started helping them, um, it's you can go up to four people per map and play on other people's games if they have public servers open, uh, and it's a lot of fun. It, it is. It's also it's a really a lot of fun. Uh, is it also on Game Pass? I believe. I don't know if Snowrunners is on Game Pass. Is it? I don't know. Mo's the ambassador I mean, Mo's of Game here. Pass. Mo, Mo's here. Yeah. Someone mentioned Game Pass. Yeah. Mo's here. So, yeah. Mo knows. Yeah, I, th I I think I don't think it's on Game Pass. It might be, but I'm not sure. So, that's what I've been playing. I've been playing uh, Snowrunners, and I've been playing uh, Division Two. All right, let's get to the uh, the top stories. That's the wrong one. There. All right. So the first story I want to talk about is this uh, this first game. It's called Hypercharged Unbox. Now, this is as it's stated here. It's a it's a single-player online PvP, land PvP, shared split-screen PvP, online co-op. It's a first-person shooter, like, battle game, okay? 
It's a first-person, third-person shooter with a small twist of your action. You're an action figure. And I thought this was neat. All right, so let me, let me bring this up. Okay. And this is, this is, this is right up our alley, Sarge. We, as kids, we would take our toys, just like any, any normal boy or girl, okay? And you would have this massive battle in your house. And now you get to be an action figure and get to play inside the backyard, inside the kitchen, the bathroom, and you run around and you're playing a first person. Uh, All right. All right. You got my attention. Yeah. Stealth. stealth right, you got my attention. Stealth sent this to our Discord. And I was like, all right, let me check this out. You can do a demo right now. Hold on. Let me. Uh, yeah. You could do a demo right now of this uh, on Steam. There is a demo of it. Uh, it, it it's got the name. Me. The name's horrible. The, the name is the name. The is name's horrible. horrible. Yeah, but I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the the name is definitely horrible. Uh, it's a single player PVE campaign coming soon. Okay, it says explore the history of lore of hypercharge through the '90s inspired visual comic. Learn more about Max Ammo's past and help him find out what or who he's trying to destroy the hypercore. Okay. Uh, complete 90s-inspired objectives that focus on platforming and secret finds, and who knows what you'll unlock. And then defeat bosses that are out of this world, literally. And be careful uh, not to wander too far outside the garden. So there's little, there's like a little backstory. I feel like you're playing like Buzz Lightyear, you know, like in in uh, Toy Story or whatnot. So I have to imagine, I have to imagine one of the boss fights is when you shoot him with your super weapon and you hit him, he just stands up and goes, "No, -uh, you didn't get me." Right. <laughs> no, you didn't hit me. No, my guy has an invisible that, shield that, on him. That's yeah. like the boss's defense for yeah. like for like the for like three minutes. <laughs> no, you didn't get me. You keep spending all your hot. You you, you keep spending all your nuke nuke ammo on him, and he just keeps saying, "Nah, nah, you didn't get me. I'm not dead." This is a toy soldier ripoff. Sure. I mean, well, let's uh, well, well, hang on, hang on. You you don't have to say ripoff, dupe. Right, because everybody rips off of everybody. So this is another toy soldiers game. Right, right, right. Yeah, Sarge is deep seating trauma. Yeah, my son does that to me right now. We'll play, we'll play like cars or something, and he's like, "Let's let's play." And I'm like, I'm like, pew, pew, pew. and he's like, he's like, "You can't hit me. My guy's got a shield on." Right. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, right. you can't just make up. He's, he's like, I can't. It's my game. <laughs> right. That's correct. Yeah. And I and I remember when you were younger, so yeah. I don't have to say anything. Yeah, I know. It's a it's called karma. It's coming back, coming back. I like I, I I'm looking at these. So, some to of be these... fair though, to be fair, you still have all your toys. I do. Well, not have, all well, of them. Ninety percent, ninety percent of your toys. What was what was the um? I can't, I forget his name. What was you're the, welcome. What was the GI Joe the Indian in GI Joe? Look, I'm still looking for Tomahawk? him. Okay, I'll rebuy no, the goddamn. No. I'll re I'll rebuy him. What, what's his name? What was his name? Chad. I'll re I'll re I'll, you don't have to. You don't have to tell the story. I'll rebuy no, I, him. I, I don't need to tell it's a story. Fine. I just want to know his name. I just want to know his name. Wait, wait. Mm. We got to. We got to put a name. To I want to say Apache Chief, but that's the DC's Justice yeah, League friends. That, I know that, it's not that one. Yeah, there's there's you a character. A I forget what his name is. It's the, yeah, Indian, the American Indian GI Joe. Yeah, the American Indian GI Joe. We lost him in battle. He was the last. He was the last Indian, and he fought. He fought hard and well. Yeah, there was an Indian. What do you mean the Indian? Blue. I don't think his name tail, was the Indian, shirt, was it? Blue shirt. Stealth says Spirit. Is that his name? I think it was Spirit. There it is. It I is think maybe I, I think that sounds right. Yeah, Spirit. Right. Spirit. We still have him. Not to be confused with the airline. 
we still have him, but his rubber band broke on the inside, and he's in pieces. He just his upper torso and his legs are somewhere. Uh, he he was lost in the great battle of the family room. It was it was it was a it was a tough fart battle, but you know there was some casualties. That and uh, one of the transformers, I think it was Prowler. I think Prowler uh, got destroyed, if I'm not mistaken. It was a rough Mirage. Mirage. Mirage got broken in half. Oh, that's right. It was Mirage. That's yeah, who I it was. Still, yeah. still, we still have him though. Yeah, we I didn't still throw have him. Away. Him. He's just right. Just snapped. But to be fair, to, I saw the piece that holds him together. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like the actual piece that makes him spin like this. You can change from car to robot. Like the actual piece that that goes in the. I think we can 3D print it. I'll be honest with you. I think we can just 3D print the piece and just put it back in there. Maybe. It's so small and so thin that. Yeah, he had a life expectancy regardless. There's no other way that that would have made it. Oh, well, this is what I was actually going to say, Dmac. I like the attention to details of some of these things because this is straight up stolen from action figures of our past, right? Like you yeah. can see, you can see this is they, like a stormtrooper biker, right? You can yeah, see this mismatch. is a Cobra commander, like or I'm uh, sorry, a a Cobra helmet, right? You can yep. see a lot of these these uh, these pieces. Yeah, that's, uh, those are the Cobra troopers on the top top middle, right yeah. there. Yeah, the biker scouts in the middle. The guy on the right looks like he yeah. looks like the. Yeah, it's a combination of bison and somebody else. Yeah, the, the bison helm uh, uh, hat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so this is looks looks like a fun game. It looks like a fun game to pick up. Let me see uh, what it is. Uh, is, right, it, is it only PC? Let me guess. Only PC. It's uh, only PC. No, no, yeah. it's actually coming to Xbox. It's coming to Xbox. Don't don't tease me. It's coming to Xbox. I just don't know when it comes out to oh, Xbox. Call, call Mo. Have him put his his have him use his abilities to put it on Game Pass. Yeah, it might be on Game Pass. I have, I have no idea, but it's it's a free demo right now on on Steam. It's twenty dollars if you want to buy it on Steam, and it is coming out for Xbox. I just don't know when it's coming out for Xbox. But I'll tell you what, it's probably a perfect candidate for Game Pass because they'll probably sell you those cosmetics. Oh, okay. for sure. So. That is the uh, the first story. Uh, the second story, uh, it finally happened, Sarge. It finally happened. Okay. Xbox Series S by itself outsold the PlayStation 5 of Japan last week from May 9th to the 15th. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's because PlayStation doesn't have systems to sell. <laughs> and you might be right. You might be right, but it doesn't matter. Because they still got the trophy for the first time ever beating PlayStation 5, but not the Xbox X, the S, which sold 6,120 units. Xbox Series X only sold 105 units. And PlayStation 5 disc, uh, disc and digital sold almost 3,000 units uh, in Japan. All right, just, just to be clear, right? Growing up with gaming systems, Nobody gave a shit of who was selling more systems. Nobody cared. No, it doesn't matter. Right? Everybody it, it, was just it really like, doesn't matter. "Cool, yeah." You got Nintendo? We're going to your house to play Nintendo. Oh, you got Sega? We're going to go to your house to play Sega. Oh, someone's got the N sixty four? We're going to the N sixty four guy kid's house. Like everybody just, we're all happy that we we're playing games. That's it. Whose house are we going to? Whose games you got? Oh, birthday present. We get him a game. Then we're going to his house. Like nobody cared who sold more, and nobody said in the middle of that going, uh, "Well." PlayStation sold more, uh, and that means Xbox is going to go and destroy themselves, and and they're going to lose everything. Like, no, right. we wanted more people playing games. Everybody cared about playing games because it was fun. Nobody gave a shit who sold more. I'm glad that they're still around. Like, let's put it that way, right? Do you want it to be where it's like, yep, 
It's the new Stadia. Got right. a new game out. Yeah. Nobody else. It's just Stadia stuff all the time because they're the ones who figured it out. Just selling you stuff online. Like, no, I don't want to hear that shit. I want the more the merrier, man. The more the merrier. More competition breeds well, better games, breeds better prices. Well, I don't want them to go away. Here, here, I, 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 congratulations, here, you beat them in Japan. Here, here's the congratulations. thing. Here's the thing. I, I called this before they even started selling consoles. I said the S would sell more than the X because they want you to buy the digital version. Why? Because they want to make it look like... you're in their house. Right. They want to make it look like you can purchase an X, but they make less Xs, right? And they're like, oh, S is here, okay? And they have units out there. There's units out there you you can buy the X. You already called this shit, I know. You called this shit two years ago. And now they have, obviously, look look at the difference. 6,000 units of S and 105 units of X, okay? Like, so, obviously... This is them. Are you saying that the the chips in the S are completely easy to get, but the other one just it's too hard? Right. The chips are just too hard. They 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 right? don't. It's want either we to make X's. Option. It's either we make X's or Teslas. We can't make them both. Like yeah, they're gonna make cars or the Xbox Series X. That's it. We, <clears throat> well, not enough chips. People people in chat, right? Krebsy's saying the S will be the downfall of this generation, and we've already had stories about this where the S is causing problems with developers because the S is holding certain games back right so for Again, instance with this holding back well Again. for instance for instance gotham knights is coming out and they're just dropping the old console because they don't want to they don't want to they just want to go on the next gen console well they still have to deal with the s the s is a next gen console but that could hold them back for what they want to hold them back well another thing is i don't think it matters because look if it's you have the s or you're playing on game pass there's really no difference because all the games are coming from the cloud to your server, like to your to your Xbox, okay? You're getting a digital code, and the digital code talks to the cloud, and the cloud says, okay, this person can play the game, and then it comes to your Xbox, right? So we talked about the, the, the puck or the stick that's going to come out maybe later this year. So to say that the S is going to be the downfall of this generation, they're going to just surpass, just get past this whole generation by giving you no system, and you're going to be playing games just on the cloud regardless, right? I mean, that's that's <coughs> what they're doing. Right. <clears throat> right. So that's it, though. S is uh, outselling uh, in Japan just for the, the, the week of May 9th to the 15th. It's only outselling because it's the only choice you right. have. Exactly. Right. I really want a PlayStation 5. Do you have one? No. Do you have an X? No. Do you have an S? Yeah, I'll take the S. Okay, thank you. Yeah, but do you... Does, not, does anyone not remember the advertisement? They said that the S was just as good as the X. No problem. Yeah, just very di- small be- differences. Resolu- all you're uh, missing is a disk drive and the hard drive. And, and the smaller. resolution. Yeah, that's the all resolution. they said. Yeah. O- over and over again. And we were all like, that's bullshit. You're lying. And they go, no, no, trust us. Right. Trust us. We know what we're talking about. And sure enough, six months after the game came out, all the nerds took the game, took the system apart. I- and we're like, there's no way the S does the same thing that the X does, and they lied to you, which they did. Right. Well, the, the the funny part is the my biggest pet peeve with the S is like it runs out of memory so fucking fast. It's like five games and you're and you're out of you're out of memory, right? You're out of you're out of storage, and you have to get the extended storage, you know, to, to put in the thing, or you keep deleting games and putting them on the games. It's just a pain in the ass, right? It is. It's a pain in the ass. Um, so I try to just keep like five major games, five, five or seven games, all depending on what, how big they are on the S. Uh, but 
it's my son's Xbox now, right? I have the X, he has the S, and he's got two Xboxes right now. There are certain games that are on the Xbox One that don't are not moved over yet, or or he just doesn't want to, you know, because there's no room, so he plays on the Xbox One, right? Or he plays, uh, or he plays on the S for certain games. But it's a pain, it is it's a pain in the ass. So, <clears throat> uh, the S has a different hardware. I bought the S because it was cheaper. That's, but that's the whole thing, right? Especially, look, if you go to buy it, you're like, I'm going to get a, myself an Xbox. And you go to the store and they're like, oh, they don't have any Xs, but they have an S. Eh, it's only, it's only 350. All right, I'll pick it up. Why not? Right? I mean, that's what I did. I bought the S because I couldn't get an X. And then I was like, and I justified it to myself saying, well, I got an S. And when I get the X, I'll just give the S to my son. And that's exactly what happened. So we're we're approaching almost a year now, I think, with the X. Uh, we bought ours, I think, in June last year or something like that. It was over. It was over the summer, I think. <clears throat> so, uh, Gator says uh, Xbox was uh, in Japan for uh, just ten years ago, though. Uh, is the start? Uh, I say that above statement as a PlayStation fanboy. The teraflop difference, Wolverine says, will come into play sooner than later. Oh, of course, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, but what will come first? What will come first? Will the the difference in hard drive space happen before all the games now are digital and you're just getting it from the stream? Right. Which comes first? I mean, I another two years, and I don't even think you... Another two years, everyone's just going to get the, the puck or the thing, and they're going to have Game Pass and or digital. You know what I mean? That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. Two to two to three years. It just it just seems strange to me because you're you would eliminate you're eliminating like I understand you're they're making more money because there's no middleman. You get rid of the disc drives, so you don't have to manufacture it anymore. Now you get rid of the games, so you don't have to manufacture that anymore. Right. Now the game's just digital. Right. Now, now just, all you have to worry about is having a controller and a hard drive. Right. That's all you have to worry about. Yep. And then they'll get rid of the hard drive, and then everything well, will just be up in the cloud. And then yeah, I'll just I recognize but then, your but you save. Still and then, storage. You would yep. still need storage someplace. So either I have storage at my own house, or there's a giant skyscraper somewhere in every downtown area I'm, I'm that's just you, servers. I'm telling you, it's going to be like this. The little stick's going to have a little memory card in the back, and that's where your games are going to go. And you can pop it in and pop it out with a new storage. I, I guarantee you that's what it's going to be, something like that. And they're going to they're going to charge you up the ass for the little chip that goes in the back, right? Because it'll be proprietary that goes into the thing, so you can't just go out and buy one a camera or something else that's 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 what it'll be like i've 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 passed i've passed the point like smash mentioned it i've passed the point now where i'm actually looking for a playstation 5 like i don't care anymore and now that i started thinking that do i really want one and now i'm thinking well it's already been two years i might as well just wait for the updated version that's exactly right which will right? probably come out I, late next year right i right? should just wait for the updated version Give, give it give it like another five months. We'll start hearing mummer, murmurs, you know, in, in the background of PlayStation 5 Pro coming out, Xbox Series X Pro coming out to, to get people, right? Yeah. And then yep. miraculously, the Xbox Series Xs will be in stock and the Xbox Series X Pro will be out of stock, right? It'll be very, very high demand for that. Right. So. Yeah. Gator it says should, Gator. game, game streaming should. scares me as the only thing to use. Well, you, want to, you want to know why it should scare you? Pick any reason why your internet goes out. Pick any reason why your cable company doesn't like you. 
pick any reason yeah. that there's some kind of interference at your house. I can't play games. I can't play games. It, it's it's bad enough now. It's a 50-50 shot that even though it's a single-player game in my drive, in my house, that if I don't get to go online, the game says I can't play it because it has to recognize. Right. I got to recognize. Gotta recognize. That you're, that you're, I got to recognize that you're, you're, you're his game. Otherwise, you can't play it. Like, that's retarded, right? It's 50-50 now. What do you think? It's going to get better? It's not going to get better. No. I, I want to be able to put a disc in, hit the button, eat the gummy, turn the lights off, and zone <laughs> out. Okay? That's what I want. And if you're telling me, oh, guess you don't got out of line no more. Yes, you can't play. Right. Can't play. Can't play nothing. Can't play the game you have. You don't have online. You just can't play. That makes sense, right? Oh, I'm giving you. Oh, I'm just giving you thirty dollars a month. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Make, make the I problem. I was giving you thirty dollars a month. Make the problem. Sell the solution. That's it. Yeah. Own nothing. Uh, yeah. The 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 answer is going to be a giant dish on my roof that just steals Wi-Fi from as far away as it can. So no matter no matter what happens to my cable, I'm stealing Wi-Fi from somebody. <laughs> that, that's the solution. So the next story I want to talk about is uh, Sony's looking to expand beyond single-player titles like Spider-Man and produce live service games like Fortnite as it readies for the metaverse revolution. So the article, okay, goes on and says, the metaverse is a vague term, uh, okay? And the idea of consumers is to spend more time in online simulated environments while the concept is evolving. It has some uh, buzzwords in briefing and driver and also industry deal-making. Quote, the metaverse is at the uh, same time a social place as a live network space where games, music, movies, and anime intersect. Chief executive, uh, uh, we'll just call him uh, Yoshida, uh, said that the strategy briefing on Wednesday pointing to use a free-to-play battle royale title Fortnite from Epic Games as an online social space. Sony's game, music, and movies unit contribute two-thirds of operating income uh, in the year ended in March, underscoring the group's transformation from consumer electronic maker into metaverse-ready entertainment juggernaut under. Um, so the firm is also a gaming gatekeeper. Uh, is The firm is a gaming gatekeeper with its PlayStation 5 console. However, observers point to risk presented by the growth of cross-platform, cloud-based titles, and other potential reduced influence and pro uh, proprietary platforms. Sony has been adjusting its approach, enabling crossplay in Fortnite in 2018. This week, Epic uh, said an in-game V-Bucks currency purchase on PlayStation uh, would be usable on other platforms. Quote, PlayStation has played a huge role in the social gaming revolution and nurturing the growth of Metaverse is also a new entertainment media, uh, Epic CEO Tom, uh, Tim Sweeney said on Twitter. Now, Sony has also taken steps to expand beyond the focus of single-player titles such as Spider-Man Miles Morales with a deal announced in January to buy Bungie and develop her online multi, uh, multiplayer shooter Destiny. We hit our quota for Destiny for the for the day, so Wolverine is, is good now. We believe it with the catalyst to enhance our live service game capabilities representative of a major step forward in becoming multiple platform. Now, Sony already had licensed its content to other platforms, profiting from the value of streamers, two streamers, Content such as popular uh, U.S. sitcom Seinfeld through the firm of owns Crunchyroll anime streaming service and also has not not uh, pushed and aggressively into operating its own video platforms such as rivals such as Walt Disney Co. with Disney Plus service. Now, beyond the metaverse, it also staked that Sony claims to mobility uh, and conglomerate developing electric vehicles with uh, Honda Motor Co. And uh, Sony created the new lifestyle in 1979 with the launch of Walkman. I had a Walkman, man. It was great. I used to pick up AM uh, television. I used to listen to television on my my Walkman. I could listen to my Saturday morning cartoons on my Sony Walkman. It was the coolest thing. Uh, 
So they're aiming to turn the uh, mobility space into more of new entertainment space. So as they're doing this, uh, what they're, they're, they've turned the corner, right, with all the stuff that they're doing, and they're trying to get into the metaverse. They're trying to get into the... Uh, I have one more story that I have to find real fast uh, for Sony because they, they might be also uh, marketing... Where is it? Why well, two more stories. Right, so as they're talking about that, it goes into the next story of their PlayStation Plus, Sarge. Their PlayStation Plus uh, service that they're, they're doing. So their PlayStation Plus service that we talked about a couple of weeks ago about how they're pricing it and what it means uh, for the, each, each category, okay? Uh, they've announced the Essential, Extra, and Premium, as you can see on the screen, right? So there's three different PlayStation Plus. There's the Essential, there's the Extra, and there's the Premium. Now, monthly games on the PlayStation Plus Essential, Extra, and Premium Deluxe plans. In, in PlayStation Plus plan you choose, you get the same benefits from currently available today for PlayStation Plus members, and we have yet to announce the monthly games for June, but stay tuned for the PlayStation uh, blog. So, lots of games. Okay, we focus on adding high-quality titles of PlayStation Plus service for players to enjoy. I'm pleased to share a selection of content available for PlayStation Plus. I'm not going to read all the games, but I'll show you some that are on the list here. Uh, you got Death Stranding, uh, you know, uh, Director's Cut. You got Ghost of Tsushima, Director's Cut. Uh, you got Horizon Zero Dawn on there. You got Infamous, uh, the first one and the second one. You got Little Big Planet. You got Marvel Spider-Man, both of them, Marvel Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Uh, you got Returnal. You got Shadow of Colossus. You got The Last Guardian, Last of Us 1 and 2. Uh, Uncharted series on here. So th that's what that is of the first-party titles. Uh, the thirty, the third party. You got Assassin's Creed Valhalla on there. You got Far Cry three and four. You got Final Fantasy fifteen. You got For Honor. You got NBA two K twenty two. You got Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption, Resident Evil, Soul Calibur, The Crew, and Tom Clancy's The Vision, the first one. Right. Then you have the classic game catalog. Okay, so you have the classic game catalog on here, and then you can see a couple of the classic games that are on the list. And then you got. The, uh, the original PlayStation 3 games as well on this service. I'll leave that up there for a second so people can see. Uh, you got the third-party titles there. And then what you have here is, I think, and, I, and I've said this a couple weeks ago, I agree what they're doing here. All right, you have the, the limited time game trials. Okay, so the time-limited game trial benefit will enable you to try select games before you buy. Now, after downloading a trial, of a full game, you can play it for two hours for most games. The playtime counter only counts while you're in the game, and it's a great way to try games before you decide to buy. And the trophies in the games that you, say, that you do during it will, will carry over to the regular game. Now, the PlayStation Studio right now, they're going to have Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection on there and Horizon Forbidden West. So if you wanted to get these games, but you didn't want to pull all the full price, if you already are a PlayStation Plus member, and this is a, I think the premium purchase, uh, yeah, it's on the PlayStation Premium or Deluxe plan. You're paying eighteen dollars a month to sample two-hour games. Now, obviously, Horizon Forbidden West just came out two months ago. Sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. Yeah, what ahead. did we say the What did we say the price was going to be as as a staple? What did we say? We said fifteen to twenty. Nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. So they came out just a little bit under that. Okay. And then for the third party games to try out is Cyberpunk 2077, Farm Simulator 22, Titanus Wonderland, and WWE 2K22. Now, again, this is for the brand new games that come out that they don't want to lose, you know, 
like what outrider what happened to outriders or other games where they come out single player games okay single player games they don't want to put them out there where all of a sudden they lose the majority of the sales on the first month or two so obviously they haven't announced anything like how how long until like horizon forbidden west comes to the actual service down the road is it six months is it nine months is it a year they haven't said anything like that yet but but you understand it's not just the fact that they don't want to go on Game Pass or PlayStation Network or whatever they lose the money on. It's not just because of that. The rationale really is the sheer amount of people who are just normal citizens who watch marketing, like what they see, and want to buy a product. They don't do a review. They don't talk to their friends. They don't get a test demo out. They don't do the beta. They just see something, they like it, and they want to buy it. And then that group of people is also the kind of person which is, I played it, didn't like it, but I'm not going to bother returning it or complain about it because right. that's the way life is. I buy something, I tried it, it's my fault, and they move on with their life. Those sales is what they're missing right. Right. because conscious consumers are getting betas and demos and we're talking to our friends and we're talking to all that stuff. And so those people are the ones who are going to buy it regardless, depending on which way the story goes. But the general public, the ones that are just going to go out there and buy it, you're taking away those people from your, from your actual demographic. They're not going to let that happen. Right. You've got to, you got to have those people in order to survive. Right. If everybody, listen, if everybody was a conscious consumer, and actually cared, actually cared about whatever item that they were buying, the marketing would be incredible at this point in time. But people just don't care. They're busy with their lives. They got a list of shit to do. And this is number five on the list. I don't care. Throw it in the cart. I'm done, right? right. They're not analyzing anything. They want the list done so they can go home and watch shit. That's it. That's what we do. Right. Well, so as, especially in that, especially in that box, especially in that box, you don't want those people to be missing from your from your demographic. You want those people buying stuff. Well, right. Well, even if it's at was it eighteen dollars times twelve, two two hundred sixteen dollars. Um, divide that by sixty, you're getting three and a half games, right, for, for the year or whatever. So it's, it's but it's not a, it's not a question of how many games you buy a year. It's a question of how much more money are you spending for the same entertainment you had before correct. you did it. Right. Right. You weren't you weren't in the corner crying that I've never seen a video game before. I've never touched anything before. I don't know what the kiss of death of a game is. I don't know what playing video games is. And all of a sudden, Game Pass came out and all your prayers were answered, right? 20 hours a week, you were playing a video game before you started giving Microsoft right. 20 bucks a month, right? You were playing video games every fucking day for 20 years before you gave Microsoft 20 bucks a month. Now, 15, whatever, whatever version you want to talk about. And now you want to discuss how, how much more value you're getting because I'm giving Microsoft $20. The illusion is in your head. However you feel about it is fine, but don't tell me because of the $20, my life is better, right? Well, I don't think it's better. I was but, still playing games. Well, no, what I'm saying is though, I mean, obviously in Sarge is talking about game pass, but it's PlayStation plus same. It's the same, same, same. thing. Um, same. I, I think, look, if you if you played 20 hours a week before Game Pass and before PlayStation Plus, you're still playing 20 hours. Now you get to play the 20 hours you were playing one game, 
for 20 hours. Now you're playing five games, 20 hours. So you're only putting, you know, two hours in each one or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, or I get it. Four hours in each one. Right. Uh, just, just like you wanted options, right? So right. what you're saying to yourself is, I just, I'm paying for the, I'm paying for the diversity. I'm paying for the options. Well, this right? also, this right? also, because I have choices, because I have choices, right? Because, because everybody knows that in your refrigerator right now, you have both Coke and Pepsi, right? right? You, you have, you, you have Sprite and Seven Up in your fridge, right? Everybody has that, right? Everybody has both things in their fridge always, right? No, no. You pick a side and you run with it. Unless you got roommates and you got 18 different kinds of sodas in your fridge, but you understand my meaning. Yeah. Krebsy says that the premium version has $120 a year option, which is much cheaper than the 210, you know, if you if you paid monthly. Um another thing what I like about the PlayStation though is there is a there is a clientele though that if you're paying for the the service, paying 18 bucks a month, right? You're probably playing the older games anyway because a lot of people are not on the cusp of always buying the next greatest game. The people that watch right. us here are probably the people that actually buy we're, all. We're the elitists. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're elitists. Right. The, I have no the majority. The majority of the population doesn't are not on the cusp of like what's the next, newest game. They're they're buying a game seven, nine, thirteen months after it comes out. Yeah, on sale. Yeah, they're getting it on sale or whatever it is. So now. If they get a service like Game Pass or they get a service like PS Plus and they're paying $18 a month, now they go, ah, what's that, Horizon Forbidden West? I don't know if I want to spend 60 bucks on it. But they already have the service, the casual, right? And they're like, oh, let me try it out. And they play it for two hours. And they're like, oh, that's pretty good. Now they go buy the game. And now they have a backlog, a catalog of games that are not, because they're still playing those other games. And then they'll just add it to their, their list. So it will open up more people to get more money in their pockets because that person's paying 18 bucks a month. And then they might, that, that would have never, that would have, would have never, never bought purchased the game. That, one. that would never right. purchase the game before. Right. That's correct. Or that's correct. Or they would have purchased it at a later time at a cheaper price. So, so right. just shooting it out, just shooting out now. Right. If I, if I got rid of the middleman, I charge more for games. I don't have to sell systems. Right. Should, should anyone who, who has any kind of intelligence at all, including the ones in this room with the headset on and glasses, should I not be buying? Video game stock? Should I not be buying Microsoft, Sony, or anybody else that's making video games? Because the answer is their stocks are going to go up, no matter what, no matter how bad the economy is, or there's a, if there's a nuclear bomb that goes off, those stocks are going up because gamers only go up, right? That's all that's happening. Right. More people are playing games, mobile version, a, a digital version, whatever. More people are playing games. So if I don't, if I don't invest in video game stocks now, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I want to ask chat real fast and the people that are watching this after the fact in the comment section down below or in live chat right now, how many games do you guys have for your back catalog, right? If it's game pass and you just haven't got to it yet because it's on game pass, or if you're on steam and you bought 15, 20 games, they were on sale, right? How many games on average do you have that you bought that you haven't played yet? That's what I would love to know. From live chat and also from the comments uh down after the fact okay so i would love to, i would love to know that i know a lot of people have a, a, a crap ton of you games buy them you buy them and you put them in the back you're like i'll get to it later right i still have guardians of the galaxy i haven't played yet right i got that on sale and i got last of us one and oh wait i moved them uh what else do i got i have one more game that i i bought that i have yet to even open to try ghosts 
Ghost. No, I haven't. I, 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 no, I didn't get Ghost of Shima yet. No, I, I'm not going to buy it because I know I'm not going to get to it anytime soon. Right? So, and then I'll probably get a PlayStation 5 before I get the game. I don't have a PlayStation 4 right there now. There we go. Mangrove admits it right there. That's all I need to see is his, between water and his answer, case closed. <laughs> How long do I have to count them? Take case as mu- closed. Take, take as case much time closed. as you want, Mangrove. You can, you can tell me closed. in the comments section afterwards. Uh, make sure if you guys are watching, you hit that, that like button. It helps us uh, get discovered and, and, and whatnot on YouTube. We do appreciate you. Uh, I beat the hell out of Ghost of Tsushima. Great game. Yeah, I just don't have time to play it. Easily 30. Buy those things like candy bars when it hits $10. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, yes. now think about that, Bacon, right? Just imagine that $10, instead of buying all those games and keeping them in your backlog, you just pay 10 bucks a month. And all those games are already on Game Pass or already what, on what, PlayStation what a convenience. Plus, right? You know what, what I mean? What a convenience. Because they know that $10 is not going to GameStop or to somebody else third party where they're not making money. They're making that $10. It's all going straight to them, 100% profit. I remember when I started playing RTSs, there was that time period right around the late 90s, early O's, where like there was a hun- there was so many RTSs. And I remember every time they came out, I loved RTSs. I was playing Total Annihilation at the time. I was playing the first StarCraft at the time. Right. And I, I kept buying them because I loved them or Red Alert. Right. And I just kept putting them. And by the time I finally got to the one, I actually, you know, I, I, oh, I haven't got to this one yet. Right. Because you're playing other stuff. Right. By the time I opened that last one, the game was already eight years old. By the time I even got to that one, and I, the sequel was out. I remember. Like, why did I even buy this? Thing? Yeah, I remember on, on a PC, I forget what game it was, but I bought it after the fact and i had such a backlog that the cellophane was still on the actual i never yes. op- i never opened it never well, opened it you might you might get away with that today bro you could return that wasn't opened never never been opened yeah. never been opened I, I have i have another game oh oh you know what it is i think it's i think it's fantastic 4 someone someone gave me the fantastic 4 video game as a as a gift Okay, as a birthday gift, because they, they didn't really know that, that, that gaming, that they, they just bought a game for me and handed it to me, and I've never opened it. I think it's the Fantastic Four video game. Never, never played it. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll pass. I just left it. Might be a collector's item someday. I don't know. So going to, uh, to the next story, Sarge. So Sony uh, may have the PlayStation 5 marketing rights for Avatar, Frontier, and Pandora. Okay. So while it didn't clarify, Sony CEO said that the values in relationship with the third-party publishers and flesh, uh, flashed up a list of logos on the screen. This included titles of Hogwarts Legacy, which manufacturers promoted heavily, as well as time exclusives like Final Fantasy uh, 16. The inclusion of Avatar Frontier Pandora suggests that the PlayStation has signed a deal with, uh, with the release. Now, it's important to be clarified that this is highly unlikely to be any kind of uh, form of exclusivity, and will presumably be in, uh, entail some kind of marketing arrangement instead. Uh, it's possible that PlayStation 5 owners can look forward to bonus content uh, or features, as it is a case in release like NBA 2K22, and will presumably be revealed in the near future, as Avatar Frontier Pandora is apparently still slated to release this year. Now, obviously, my question I'm going to ask you, Sarge, and it says in the article that they're, they're probably not going to do that, what I'm going to, what I'm going to ask. But I'm going to ask it anyway, because... This potentially could happen yet again like it did in the past. Like So when, when Xbox first got in the market, they paid for exclusivity so they could get 
they could play ball with PlayStation to, to, to buy their way into the market. Epic did this against Steam when Epic made their store. They paid exclusive things to get the thing on six months, seven months, or what or whatnot. Obviously, a lot of these games, it's a different landscape now in gaming as far as, I don't think Hogwarts is going to be exclusive on PlayStation. I think, well, unless they get bought out, right? Unless WB gets, gets picked up by a, a company, either or. But could it be possible that that's still going to happen in this, this, this day and age of digital now, right? The console war of digital going on where Hogwarts Legacy or Avatar does get exclusive rights for maybe a month or three months, right? Because we know just a couple of years ago, they did this with Destiny with, with certain strikes, with certain weapons. Uh, they did this in the past with fighting games where you can only get like Yoda on the Xbox or Vader on the PlayStation and whatever else, right? Uh, with Soul Calibur type stuff. Forced, it's forced division. It's forced division. Think, I don't do, get it. Do you think they're going to do this again? Or do you <clears> think they're just going to go about uh, Avatar Frontiers? You get an extra weapon or skins with PlayStation. There, there, there's, there's too many ways to look at this, right? The way, the way I think it should be is as a developer, you want your game to be on as many systems as possible so you can make the most money. Okay, especially now where I don't have to manufacture anything. Okay, no boxes, no discs, no trucks driving anywhere. It's just digital. So if you're going to say I'm exclusive to Xbox and or PlayStation, then there must be some type of hefty fee right. that you got to give me that you're going to stop me from selling to as many people as possible during the initial launch of my game when everybody wants to buy it just like i talked before people who buy things to play them without thought just i want that game if you're gonna do that then there has to be some type of premium that that company is paying to that developer right. in order to do so now i understand when you start getting into the details of like first party titles or these companies now are buying up development studios and making them into first party titles aka bethesda right Whereas Bethesda wanted to release on as many things as possible, now Bethesda is under the thumb of Microsoft, which means if Microsoft says, hey, do you still want paychecks? Then we're only releasing on Xbox for the first six months. Right. Do you think they have anything to say about it? No. But do they care? Because the umbrella that they're under, they're not worried anymore. Right. But if you're an independent studio or maybe an independent studio that does well, okay, a good AAA studio that you know that you're going to sell, if you get into the into the complexity of doing premium releases only on one system or the other, I think it hurts them in the long run. And the reason why I think it's going to be more prevalent now is because they want you to have reasons to buy into their ecosystem. Do I want to pay $15 a month for Game Pass or do I want to pay $15 a month for PlayStation? Well, this game's coming out. Who's getting it? So I'm gonna do a three month. I'm gonna do a three month trial, right, for the discount rate that they're probably gonna to offer to somebody, the the bait to get you in. So who gets it? Right? I, I I personally I personally think they they go the route of, you know, uh, certain skin or, or weapons or. Don't pay attention to that shit, man. That's maybe garbage. A, yeah, but, but that's I, garbage. I, I think that's what they do. I mean, look, it's gonna be different for everything right so on mobile i'll give you that on mobile all day long final fantasy 16 for instance 
I don't believe is coming out for Xbox. I and I know it's Final Fantasy, okay, but that but, that, that, but, but not but to be fair, not all Final Fantasies came out on Xbox. Correct. But what I'm saying is on this list that we that we showed up here with Hogwarts, it's that third party, right? Final Fantasy is not a first party title, and it is exclusive on PlayStation, right? So to say that Avatar is not going to be exclusive, but they could give like a Call of Duty esque type of stuff before, where Call of Duty had a certain maps that were only on for for the first like two months or three months right i know people in chat are saying content won't be exclusive i don't know if that's true i mean i i'm putting it out there as a as a statement of if it is and dupla says you know if they do they'll piss people off but in the bigger picture if they piss people off and it's, it's three months five months whatever it is i mean for instance playstation just did this with marvel's avengers with Spider-Man, right? They literally just did this, where they, they took a, a character and separated it from the whole entire game, and the other consoles couldn't do it. So to say that they wouldn't keep content off of, of, of third-party games is kind of just being naive, right? They did it with one character, and don't say because Sony owns Spider-Man, because if you do, you're a moron. They don't own Spider-Man. They own the movie rights. They don't own the character Spider-Man, okay? So they could they could do this with other characters, right? Like they could bring a character in and uh, a special character that only is for that care uh, for that console for a year. That's content, regardless if you think it's content or not. It's content, so it could happen. I don't think it will happen. I do think that they'll have some skins or something. Maybe you'll get to play three days early because they're doing marketing, right? So the marketing, all that is, is like wherever you go, at the bottom of the thing when they see commercials, they'll say. On PlayStation, when you sit in the theater, it'll say Avatar for uh, Frontier Pandora uh, only on Play or you know on PlayStation. Even though it's on Xbox, even though it's on uh, uh, Steam, it'll be it'll be marketed as on PlayStation, which is huge because when people see it, they're like they'll just assume oh it's not on Xbox. They'll assume that it's only on PlayStation, right? And that's all it means. So I don't know. What do you guys think, Chat? Do you guys think they could uh, segregate? Uh, full huge contents for months weeks i don't think they're going to go the route exclusive anymore completely i don't think they're going to go that route uh well they have but they have enough but they have enough now to where they don't have to worry okay you have to remember the amount of money paid for manufacturing it and the middleman was almost was almost like 26 and a half percent on a game on a 60 dollars game 26 and a half percent was the middleman right okay there's no more middleman, okay? There's no more middleman. They make all the money, not counting the MTX or the loot boxes or whatever else is inside the game, right? All the money is theirs. So if they decide at some point to release said game at whatever whatever level they want, like, okay, so we're only going to release an Xbox now, uh, like right now, this summer, Xbox. Then during the summertime, we let PlayStation have it. And it doesn't matter to them because they're making enough money to float them regardless. The ones that it hurts are the ones that are trying to start out, right? And the companies that are trying to start out now have to fall into two categories. Either you have to be on Game Pass or you have to be on PlayStation. PlayStation, PlayStation Plus, okay? right. You don't get to go, hey, I'm going to go bring my game down to the store and sell it to them. Okay. Right. And then make my own YouTube videos advertising my own game. Right. That's gone. I, I, I think this is what you're going to get in the future. Right. Obviously 
I think what your statement is, it's going to be a little bit farther down the road, not not ASAP. But instead of console war exclusives, right, you can get the game for all consoles. But it'll be an exclusive, and I said this, I think, two weeks ago on the show as well. Uh, it'll be exclusive on the streaming services. So, for instance, um, Hogwarts Legacy, let's say, and I'm, I'm making this shit up. I really, hope it, I really hope that game's as good as it looks. Well, hold on a second. I really hope. I'm just making this shit up as I go, but what I'm saying is Hogwarts Legacy is sold on all consoles, let's say, but they have the exclusive where you can play it on PlayStation Plus. Like, you could purchase it for PlayStation, right? But it'll be on PlayStation Plus sooner, you know what I mean? Or something. Or, do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the future. I'm not talking about right now, this year. What I'm saying, two years from now, instead of having exclusives just for the console, it'll be on all consoles, but they'll have the exclusive right to have it on the streaming platform, either PlayStation Plus, Amazon Luna, uh, uh, Stadia, or Game Pass, where you're first paying of all, a you're wrong about and it's you're wrong exclusive. about the skin. You're wrong about the skin. The first skin they're going to sell for for Hogwarts is going to be Hermione in a bikini, right? And it's <laughs> and it's definitely going to be on PlayStation before it's on Xbox because of friendly friendly stuff, right? Some <laughs> anime, some modders going to mod it. Yeah. Hermione in a bikini running around Hogwarts with a wand. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what it's going to be. I think they'll 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 get exclusive stuff for their uh, their platform, and that'll be the new stream. That'll be the new thing. Instead of console wars, it'll be streaming service wars uh, type of thing. I got something. That, it, it was in my head earlier today, and I thought I was going to forget it. I just thought about it, and I'm almost about to forget it. So I want to let you know this goes inside the big book of bull, right? Hold on, big book of bull. Here he is. Sarge's doing a big book of bull. All right, Sarge. Big book of bull. Go ahead. Okay. The next battlefield is going to be a hero shooter. Right? We already half, figured that. Half the, half the people are going to like it, half people won't. But it's still going to put the game in chaos. A comeback of Battlefield will be E.I. Joe. Oh, he's going. He's going. Chat, he's going. He's going way out there. All right, go ahead. In order to bring in order in order to bring the fun back into Battlefield where everyone wants to play it. Okay. They get a license. I, I am license I am guaranteeing guarantee it. I'll I'll guarantee the chat's subs for like six months. All right. I guarantee it. G.I. Joe will be in Battlefield and it'll make everyone want to come back. It'll be not movie G.I. Joe, cartoon G.I. Joe. Not movie G.I. Joe. Cartoon G.I. Joe. Just updated graphics. To bring back people to have fun back in Battlefield, yes, I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little bit farther than that, Sarge. I don't think because they we had that GI Joe game just last year, I think it was, and it bombed. It was a hero shooter GI Joe game that came out, and it was awful. It was like Overwatch but with GI Joe, okay, and it was absolutely garbage. Do you know Do you know how many vehicles are in GI Joe? Yeah, but what do you I'm know saying, what kind of stuff they can do with maps and for I, I think they blew. That's their, gonna be the. They're gonna save. They're gonna save with GI Joe. They they blew their load with that game. They tried to make out a GI Joe game that no one even knew about. Okay, it came out along with the Transformers game. No one gave a shit about, which is that came out on Game Pass. Okay, which you said wasn't a bad game. I I didn't really like it. I didn't like that RTS top down thing. It was just very card. I didn't I didn't like the the, but I don't think they do it. I don't think, and you know why? I don't think EA. I think EA is too cheap. 
to get the license of G.I. Joe, so they have to share the money. They don't want to pay the license. They just want to make their own hero shooter with Battlefield. Yeah, but the man, G.I. Joe license is, is already out in the wind. The G.I. Joe license is already out in the wind. I can tell because all these other stupid games have G.I. Joe in them. I can already tell. Yeah, The license is already in the wind. I mean, hell, the game that we just looked at in the very beginning, that should get a G.I. Joe license. So everyone thinks they're going to go back to Modern Warfare for the fifth, fourth, for the fourth time and try to make make it stick. They're going to make Hardline right? too. They're going to fail. They're going to fail one more time. I'm <laughs> like, telling you. Like Viking said, they're going to make Hardline too. They're like, let's double down. Let's make Hardline too. And then what will happen is, Sarge, here's the, here's the here's the thought process of Battlefield. Okay, they'll make Hardline two, and it'll be so bad, everyone will go back and play Hardline one. That's that's what'll happen. Well, that's what happened. That's what happened to Battlefield. They're not playing twenty forty seventy seven. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going back. They're playing a Battlefield five or four. Excuse me. So, from from that story, we're gonna go. We're gonna go into this next story of Battlefield since it brought it up. Uh, Dice said, "You know what? I read a story earlier today, Sarge, that the tornado wasn't supposed to be alone. It was supposed to have there was an artist who did concept art for floods." Earthquakes and and blizzards and it was they just all didn't have enough time. It was all supposed to be in the game and it they just didn't have enough time. And they they marketed this game on two things, two things, one, fucking tornadoes, tornadoes, right gimmick, and then the other thing they marketed on was 128 players, 128 players. Oh, you know what I forgot to do, Sarge. We, we every time we do so this, basically they wanted to make Mag. Twenty years later, they wanted to make Mag and they wanted to make it sound cool. Yeah. Tornadoes and a lot of people. I, I'm sorry, Chad. I have to do this. I, every time we talk about Betafield 2076, I, I got to do the intro. I'm sorry. I totally forgot about it. Forgot about it. Okay. All right. So DICE is removing a 128-player breakthrough mode from Battlefield 2042, right? So the two things they marketed on was this game is going to have 128 players and it's going to have tornadoes and, and natural disasters. And obviously, uh, it, it got rid of, or it's getting rid of uh, 128 players on breakthrough and it's not having the other, the other disasters in the game. Uh, the one disaster they didn't market it, Sarge, was the disaster of the game disaster of the actual game itself so this is just yet another thing it says in this update we're making multiple updates on the all-out warfare rotations uh, our leading changes of removal of the 128 player version of breakthrough when reviewing the available experience in all-out war we felt that the 128 player mode are better suited for conquest and our gameplay spaces are larger and uh, where you have more natural fit for the sandbox gameplay in breakthrough 128 player mode we uh we feel that the value impacted the individual player and the squad is reduced due to the increased intensity, the chaos of the combat. You would think something like this would be figured out in the testing stage of the first person game. When reviewing Breakthrough, we noted that the 64 player version represented more tactical experiences. Reducing our player count uh, here helps to remove some of the chaos and the experiences and the combination with the reduction that we have made for the number of available combat vehicles. It means that players are uh, are better able to hold on to front uh, front lines more effectively, and players will also find more space to work together and fulfill the individual roles. As a result, squads in Breakthrough 64 have been better opportunity to work together, to flank the enemy, and place a spawn beacon. Uh, use the plus menu uh, in attached to suppressors. 
then clear, then hold a point. One squad helped turn the tide, for example, and we believe that the move to 64 players will bring back the pace uh, that helps uh, ce uh, celebrate these uh, moments of teamwork uh, and PTFOing, and then also keeping your close eyes on how the change helps improve the experience ahead of the start of season one. So they're not taking 100, they're not taking 128 players completely out of the game, but they are taking it out of this particular game mode. But yeah, imagine doing all of this though and figuring out that 128 players wouldn't work on these map sizes before the game came out, not seven months after, right? No comment. I don't think this would have been a problem if the game was fine, right? And there was actual players in the game, right? Because let's let's go into let let me let me bring up the uh, the steam charts of right now. We did this earlier today. Okay, this is always usually someone is doing some news about this. Uh, Battlefield twenty forty two as of as of right now, Battlefield twenty forty two peak concurrent players is two thousand three hundred players. Again, this is only on Steam, not the consoles. This is just Steam. It's just a a base number of that. That's twenty three hundred players and seventeen hundred and twenty five as far as twelve minutes ago. Okay. Let me uh let me bring up the uh the Battlefield 5 numbers real fast. Uh and see what the what what they're what they're chatting at right now. The uh, Battlefield 5 steam charts, okay, is uh 13,000 13, in the last 24 hours and 2166. So it's it's pretty close right now, but if you think about it, this game's 5 years old. And uh, this game is seven months old. So still struggling. It's going to struggle. It'll never come back. The only time Battlefield 2042 will succeed is when the next Battlefield game comes out five years from now. And then everyone goes back and plays Battlefield 2042 because it'll be a, a better game by then. Right? No comment? <clears throat> what, what was the point originally? Originally? to have people recurrently playing the Battlefield game for a couple of years. What was the point? There's no MTX. There was no skins. There were no loot boxes. There were just people playing every day on the weekends with their buddies or their clans, right, for years, right? What was the problem, right? What was, what was the incentive? What was the incentive to keep people to keep playing? There wasn't any. It was just for the fun of the game. Yeah. It was for the fun of the game. Right now, all they keep trying to do is this knickknack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone stuff that they keep throwing inside these games, right? To to try to to try to milk you for something. Meanwhile, the core of the game is dead. You have destroyed an IP that has been around for twenty yeah, years, almost, almost twenty years. Yeah. Right. You have destroyed an IP. Why? Why? Right. Because. They want to capitalize on a sale of a game that's not meant to be had every year. A Battlefield game is supposed to come out three years, four years, and a, and a good Battlefield game comes out. But they don't have enough ideas in the pipeline to make money every couple of years. So they have to capitalize on whatever they can immediately. And so whatever sold has to be made immediately. Right. AKA Call of Duties. Battlefields, FIFA's, right? You you name the ones you can copy pasta all day long. Meanwhile, you get burnt out. There's nothing fun about it. You, it you, it's it's basically the same stuff just on a different map, and you don't miss it. You don't miss it, right? And the competition is getting better because 
other people want to make these kind of team shooters, right? And what it's going to come down to, I'm telling you, what it's going to come down to is larger maps, longer games, and people actually getting missions inside the headsets which, when which, you're playing. Which they're kind We've of talked doing, about this many yeah, times. They're, they're kind of doing it a little bit, like taking over certain points, like to to go up the uh, the quests, or whatever inside the game. Or like uh, I believe, I believe uh, Warzone does it as well. Let me let me let me ask you a question, right? Halo's been around forever since the beginnings of 20, Xbox. Twenty years, yeah. Right. So, so the beginnings of Xbox. Where are the where are there just the fun factors of Halo besides the standard? We're playing we're playing deathmatch or we're playing team deathmatch or whatever. We're just doing PvP. Like, how about you do? It's a battle royale type of situation, but yeah. it's, it's like a hundred players all on the same team, and now you're on reach, right? And the battle's on reach. Last guy to last guy to make it wins because you know everyone's gonna die anyway. But you make it everybody's versus the covenant. That would be interesting, and, and, and just have fun with instead it. Of the, instead and of the and just have fun with it. That would be actually pretty neat, right? You have a hundred people just dead. The last center. stand at reach hundred man right. game. You go in, everybody's on the same team, yeah. but you're all trying to live. The circle is just covenant coming towards you, and you have to just keep yes. mowing them down. And the circle yes. is smaller and smaller. Yeah. And you're working just together. Just for the fun of it. Now it doesn't run right. forever. Make let, let like it be. Let mode. it be a, like a game mode. Let it be a game mode for yeah. a couple months. See how it goes. But where's where's the fun about these games anymore? Where, right? It all breaks down to I got OP gear. This doesn't work. That doesn't work. Team based stuff doesn't work. Like what? What are you guys making? It's supposed before anything gets started. Before we even put a a p a letter on the screen. The discussion has to be, what are we making, guys? Or we're making a team shooter. Are we? Are we making a team shooter? Well, then I guess we should concentrate on team shooting then. I guess we should concentrate on all the factors and mechanics involved in having a squad and how the squad works together towards objectives. Right? Right. Seems pretty easy. Meanwhile, last four games, the classes suck. The weapons suck. They don't mean anything. The, the the implementation the implicate implicate I can't speak <laughs> the implications that they try to insert into the games. Uh, I build an ammo crate so I can give ammo to my team, right? Like it was Battlefield Five. Like why the, the the ammo guy had ammo crates since the beginning of time? Yeah. Why do I have to go and I have to build an ammo crate station box when a dude just throws a box and we're good, right? Why are we complicating this? Why? I actually liked uh, in Battlefield Five when you could build up the walls and the bunkers and the trenches. Exactly, Krebsy. Thank it, you. It was it was really it was really good. Like, where's uh, the fun? Like Battlefield Five. I mean, Hell where's Let Loose. I you know Hell Let Loose has got the update, Sarge. We should go play Hell Let Loose. Right? It had an update, and you could build like, in that game. And I thought that was pretty cool the way you could build in that game, right? And yeah, that was the buildings in there are strategical, of course. If you have if you have teams who understand what the buildings do, then you can actually defend a point, like actually defend it, not like have three tanks roll up on you and you die. Like you could actually build fortifications in a way that the, that divides the enemy and how they approach your defense point, and you can actually defend a point. Whereas in the battlefield game, it's just like it's just our turn. It's just our turn to get it. Now it's your turn. That's my turn. Then it's your turn. Like, there's no defense of anything. It's just run around to tug of war. 
is yeah. what it is. Bat- Battlefield right? One was or, really or even better. Yeah. Battlefield One was Battlefield One was my favorite. How many games has everyone played where you're just in a Zerg game? It's just Zerg, yeah. right? I yeah. get in the game, I, I'm looking around, I'm just looking at the map, and it's just a giant blurb of people, and they're not winning, <laughs> right? They're, they're just, just taking move, over the taking over the letters, and the one, one guy point, they leave behind yeah. takes it back from them, and they're just going around the map like this. Like, what is the point of that? Yeah. What is the point? Yeah. It was just it was just one big blob that would move when go to A, go to B, mm-hmm. go to C, go to D. And it, and, and they just everyone just keeps running around. Mindless. It's like so stupid. Mindless. So stupid. Right. But what happens? What what how how much more interesting would it be? Now I'm not saying for everybody, right? I'm an older gamer. Right. I like first person shooters. I like team shooting. I like working with a team. Right. I used to play Team Fortress, same type of stuff, right? If you're in the mission, let's say let's say the match lasts 40 minutes. That's how it is. It's a little bit longer because the games go longer, right? A lot of kills, a lot of missions. You're in the game, and the guy who's in charge gets a mission. He's like, okay, uh, the mission is we got to take the fuel dump. Like, take the fuel dump. Take right. it. Like, go there, take it. Then maybe 20 minutes later, oh, got a mission. We got to blow it up. Got to blow up the fuel dump now. We got to blow it up. Now, we're not keeping it. We're blowing it up, right? So when you get the blow-up mission and you actually win, then that point goes away. Like, it's just destroyed, and that's it. No one right. gives a shit about it anymore. So it changes what you or, do Or it on says, the map. like, take the fuel dump while protecting this other one. So not everyone just takes over the fuel dump. No, you know everybody I mean? gets a yeah. different mission, yeah. right? Two squads might get the same mission. They work together. Well, think then about other that. guys go, and they do, this, they do something Isn't else. Isn't that what Hell Let Loose is doing? Because the commander, hell, hell the commander tells that. you, I need someone yeah. to drop a person behind. But behind. it's completely, it's completely on their own. Right, they're it's, they're deciding. Yes, yes. Right, but you can't have that in a casual game. You have to have a little dude in your head go, hey, yeah. go take B, go get it. Like, and then once again, reasons to do things in games, reasons for the fun. I take the fuel depot, I get extra tanks. I take the airfield, I get extra planes. Right. If I you, take the if, motor pool. I get extra vehicles. Like right. wh- whatever it is, whatever it is that you're doing gives you a benefit for doing it. That would actually right? be pretty. That would be pretty neat if you if 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 tanks and vehicles had very very little fuel, just normal. And then when you got the fuel dump, whoever owns the fuel dump, their their tanks are much much higher in fuel, so they can last longer. If, besides, but you have to go to have it. You have to have a balance because. Is it taking a blow up before the t- the fuel runs out? You know what I mean, like because you're you're making it too complicated. I'm going with the fun. I'm going with the fun of it, the fun of playing the game, right? Once again, Battlefield Five overcomplicated shit, right? They overcomplicate shit all the time, right? the The main here's the main complaint. The main complaint in Battlefield and Bad Company Two, when everybody in the fucking world played that game for four years, okay? We were playing that game for four years, right? The main complaint in that game was. Well, there's no cover in that game. I'm like, yeah, right, there's got, no cover in that game because you've been playing for 30 minutes yeah, and, you, and you've laid gone. waste. Everything's you've gone. laid waste to the map. Not because there wasn't any cover, right? Well, then the game just becomes too grindy because there's no cover. Like, yeah, that's what happens when there's no fucking cover, right? So you rely on your tanks and your planes and shit. Like, that's how it's supposed to be, right? Why do we try to overcomplicate this shit, right? Top selling games for a decade. Right. And they flush them down the toilet. IPs that have stood the test of time. Multiple generations of kids have played them, right? Flush down the toilet. Yeah. Why? Oh. Why? Reasons. Yeah, keep the light, lights on. Uh, the next story I want to talk about, Sarge, is a little sad. Uh, you're gonna see more this, sad? You're going to see this more and more happen with, uh, with legends and people that, that uh, 
that give their license stuff away. Now, obviously, uh, Stanley, he's gone. Okay, and the deal allows Marvel to use Lee's name and likeness through digital technology and archival footage and other forms. So not only now could they put Stan Lee, I'm not saying they're going to do this, but uh, they could take Stan Lee and make him uh, a digital like CGI character and put him in all the shows like he used to do when he was alive. You know what I mean? Like the little Easter egg of like Stan Lee in the background or whatnot. Um, and obviously they, they do this with certain character, or I say characters, celebrities in certain things like uh, Disney signed the deal to get the rights to use Carrie Fisher's likeness. Uh, Mark Hamill signed over his likeness to Disney a couple months ago. Like, fuck it. Just go ahead and use my likeness and continue. And, and you have to think that Mark Hamill did it because if they're going to use Luke Skywalker, he doesn't want them to use a different person to use Luke Skywalker. They want him to use his likeness of Luke Skywalker. So in the Mando, what they did was they had Luke Skywalker in Mando and they had Mark Hamill stand in there and then they just digitally enhanced his face to make him look like a young or they have a young actor that's more in shape to play even younger and then put Mark Hamill's face on the character. And I think this is going to happen more and more as we go in the future because one, uh, Hollywood and uh, just people that are making entertainment are like just bankrupt. I'm they, I, they have nothing cannot, of original ideas and they're bankrupt. I cannot I cannot stand any one of these any anybody who doesn't who didn't grow up and I'm not talking about grow up kid wise who didn't grow up with Stanley understand the man what he did what he did for comics what he did for an entire generation of kids okay to abuse and abuse his likeness for any reason of this corporate bullshit that's going on right now disgusts me and it, it, right. it makes me it makes my stomach turn okay what they did to that poor man now that now we have to see a guy dressed up as stanley or cgi stanley and every other movie even though he's dead you can't yeah. even respect the man that allowed you to make the billions of dollars that you have made right now you can't even respect that yeah a fucking travesty yeah jesus I, christ I, I, leave I, the I, guy alone i i, I hate this i i hate that that stanley's i mean obviously they'll be like oh they'll use it in footage like You'll go to Disney World, they'll have a little movie play, and they'll show Stanley in the film, and that's what you think they're going to use his likeness for. Now, just earlier this year, they used Stanley's Twitter account to promote a fucking NFT. Remember that? No one remembers it because it was like this, okay? But they literally used Stanley, his Twitter account, the man is dead, to promote an NFT, okay? And now they own his likeness, and now they can do whatever they want with it, which is, is just a sad moment. Uh, speaking of a sad moment... Uh, I'm going to talk about this more tomorrow uh, on the uh, Reforge, uh, Reforge podcast uh, roundtable that I do with Lono and uh, Ginger Prime. But the topic is that the game Marvel just announced another game, okay? And this game that's coming out is is this right here. I'll I'll, I'll show it. I'll show it to you. Um, is it's a it's a card game, okay? It's sad because it's a card game. Okay, this is a, a trailer to it. This is the animation style. The coolest part about this game is the art style uh, on the actual cards in the game. Like, I like good art, but this is a no for me. It's a it's a card game. It's the from the same people that made Hearthstone, uh, the card game. They're making a Marvel card game, and they and they go into detail of what it is. Let me let me show you what. Right? They're going to be adding more cards. This is a this is a mobile slash 
uh, console game that's coming out. It's in it's in early access right now. You can sign up for the beta or whatnot. It's called Snap, Marvel Snap. Okay, and it it boggles my mind, right? It boggles my mind that the Marvel IP is like the largest in the world right now. It's the most popular IP on the planet, and yet they can't make a better game than a mobile game, right? Like, a lot of the Marvel games that are out there right now, Marvel Future Revolution, fun game, but it's a mobile game. You got Marvel's uh, uh, Strike Force, which is a mobile game. You got this now, it's a mobile game. You got the uh, the diamond thing where you move the diamonds in the row, it's a Marvel game. You got a trading card game. Uh, you, now you have it's this. Like, it's like, the video games of Marvel are exactly like the Star Wars stuff of, of marketing stuff. Toothpaste, soap dispensers, Bixie cups, toilet yeah. brushes. Yeah. Like Star Wars had to be on everything back in the day. Yeah. Now Marvel's doing the same thing, just in the video game format. Yeah, I, I just feel like they're they're missing out so much. Like, sure, you you get the uh, Spider Man game, you got the Miles Morales game that's just as good, right? You get the uh, the Wolverine game that's coming out. There's a Guardians of the Galaxy game, but it, it it wasn't a very popular game. You know what I'm saying? Like the the last popular Marvel game minus Spider Man. Like of any other character that they have out in the world is probably Ultimate Alliance, okay? And it was only made for Nintendo Switch, the last Ultimate Alliance, okay? Obviously, the mobile games make a lot of money, and I'll I'll go more in detail about that tomorrow. But it's a little disappointing that the Marvel shows and the movies and then the games that come out for these things is literally just these mobile like like a half. I don't want to say half ass, but it's just not it's not what we want as as Marvel fans, right? We want to play like there's so many characters. I, I, listen, I say let them do as many of these as they can. As a matter of fact, make more of them. Make as many of these crappy games as possible so people get just get burnt out of Marvel and then they have to move to someplace else. Oh wait, they don't have any ideas. So it'll be it'll be a wonder to see what will come next after they have drove Marvel into the ground. Right. Well, this this is my. How many saying, years can you stare at Marvel games and be excited about it? Well, that's just it. They're they're using it and just kind of. Obviously, they make a lot of money because the mobile games make a lot of money, but it's just it's just so disheartening because they can make and obviously there's a Marvel Marvel Online game coming out uh, by the same people that made D- DC Universe Online. They're making Marvel Universe Online. Oh, so that's that's totally should be great. Right. Well, they they had uh, <clears throat> the the. The MMO a couple of years ago that closed down. Like fans want to play as many heroes as possible. We don't want to play a card game. We don't want to play uh just the, these like half ass Marvel games. We want to play like stories and use these characters in, in the, especially in this day and age where like the Batman game from DC is probably one of the best comic book games hands down. Obviously, Spider Man games in the past were fantastic. And they're making a Wolverine game. The Deadpool game a couple years ago was pretty good, okay? But there needs to be more of those type of games and less of these shitty fucking games. But that's just the way it is, right? Do you know how you, know how you make a Marvel game that lasts forever and they make a tons of money over? Is you start with the core base of, of heroes, either in Marvel or DC, right? And you pick one guy, right? And basically the missions that the guy goes on in the game is basically the comic line that he was in, Right? That's that's right. how you make that's how you make the game. Yeah. So basically, I'm Superman, and I get to play Superman from Superman one to Superman issue like thirty, right? That's the game. I'm I'm Superman in the comic, 
that I read when I was a kid, I'm in the comic, right? And I get to do the battle of the guy that was in the issue. And I get to fight the guys that I saw in the issue. And I, I explore the areas that are shown in the game. And that's how you do it forever. And then the, when that issue run is over, that Superman goes away for a little while and you get somebody else. And you do issues one to 10 or whatever. And you're in the game, in the comic of the hero you are. That could go on forever. You could have people playing their own characters in their own worlds forever. Right. Well, Gator says yeah, he's with me, but mobile games makes three times more than console. Sure. But that's what I'm saying, though, right? Like, we're getting these half-assed games, okay, for Marvel. And yet the small population of people that give 80% of the revenue are playing these shitty games and they're holding the whole industry back to have a good game to play because they're playing a shitty half-baked game on a mobile device and it makes a shit ton of money. This is 100% on the, the, the consumers. If the consumers stop buying the damn little cards or the skins on these mobile games, they would actually make a game, but they don't want to make a game because they don't have to make a game. Right. All they have to do is the minimum viable asset of what it is to make the money off of it. Right. Yeah, but you don't need to try when it's a closed market. You don't need to try. I know. All you need to do is make something decent with MTX in it and you make a billion dollars. I know. It's there's, it, it, there's, it'll never get there's fixed. No reason. To actually want. Listen, if I have to spend more money for a, a lower return, it's a business now. It's not about the art of the game and making money. It's about how much more money can I make? Right. Right. So if I can spend, listen, if I spend $150 million on a game that takes six years to make and I only make $400 million, or I make a mobile game that only takes me three years to make, I only spend $80 million on it and I can make $6 billion a year. What, what's my direction? Right. What's my direction? Uh, Copy pasta all day long. Copy pasta. Yeah. Smashville, the the Midnight Suns game that's coming out. Do you do you really think that the, that game is going to be like, uh, like a Halo? You know, I, I know it's not like uh, what I'm saying. I'm I know I'm comparing it to an action adventure game, but what I'm saying is, like when you say God of War, okay, you're like that that sold eight million copies, ten million copies, twelve million copies. If I say Halo, it sold eight to twelve million copies. When when you say these types of games, like Spider Man sold eight to ten million copies, okay. When you say Midnight Suns, that game's not selling eight to twelve million copies. You see what I'm saying? That's an XCOM game that'll sell two million tops, right? It's it's a IP using the Marvel IP but not using it to its full potential. Can you imagine Midnight Suns as a as a, a full-fledged action game? Like a Halo, like an Assassin's Creed, where you use all the different characters and go up into open world and play with the Marvel characters? Obviously, Marvel's Avengers came out, and they fucked it up because it's a looter. That's not a looter. They wasn't supposed to be a looter. They, they screwed up at, at another game that they used the Marvel IP that could have been 10 times better, but they... They, they screw it up, and this is my point with the Marvel IP. They make these games, but they don't make it to its full potential. Very rare, okay? Insomniac is the only one to. making games, okay? You don't have to. The ones that have to try harder is Outriders. Outriders has got to try harder because nobody knows what the fuck Outriders is. 
<laughs> to this day, nobody knows what that game you is. Slap Marvel on top Ex- of Outriders and you'll you have pick a better a, game. Pick anybody in chat who doesn't know what Outriders is and try to explain it to them. Explain them Outriders, right? Meanwhile, right. I could pick anything for Marvel and you're like, oh, Marvel, I, I remember that guy. Like, two seconds. So they, they're going to they put whatever they can and milk it for whatever it's worth. This, listen, when there's no variety in gaming, right, and you're in the same three or four different genres and that's it, right? You know there's a problem. You can see it in the industry. They're only targeting what they know they can make the money on, and as fast as they can, they're pumping out these games because they know eventually Marvel will get burnt out. Can't play Marvel for fucking ever, right? And then all of a sudden, when people start looking at, stop looking at Marvel, then all of a sudden some game will poke its head through the through the woods, and you'll see it something a little gem that comes out. Maybe it'll be the next. Uh, the, the Last of Us game that comes out, right. or maybe it'll be another Mass Effect game that comes out, or maybe it'll be another action adventure game that comes out. But something else will pop out that make people look at something different. But right now, post pandemic, costs are high. No one wants to know what the no, nobody can understand the market because everybody's doing the same five fucking games. So, copy pasta. Yeah. This is how we're making money. Copy pasta. And by the way, I don't want to hear any shit post pandemic or not that these guys are losing money. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. All right. Good news. Good news coming in. Uh, if you guys liked Fall Guys, Fall Guys came out about two years ago. It came out on PlayStation the Epic, uh, Epic Store. Uh, Fall Guys is a 100-person, uh, it's an obstacle course, battle royale type of thing. Who can cross the finish line first? You see if you can qualify. You go through different stages to get to and you become king of, of Fall Guys. It's a fun game. It's a, it's a, it's a party game. Uh, it is now going to be coming out for Xbox and the Switch across all platforms now. It will be free to play across all platforms now. It'll also be, uh, it'll also be coming out to where if you if you pay the twenty dollars on on PlayStation, uh, you you are a like uh, a person that supported them ahead of time, so you get free stuff and other stuff. And I believe up until June twenty first, I think when it comes out. Uh, you can purchase the game for 20 bucks if you want to get that that type of stuff, right? Um, if you don't, it'll be free to play on all the consoles, on Switch, on Xbox, on Epic, on PlayStation. It's cross-play, cross-platform, cross-saved, I believe. Uh, so it's it's interesting. When it comes out for Xbox later this summer on June 21st, we'll probably have a, a night where we play it with the with the members only. We'll do a members only stream and we'll do uh uh we'll do a, a fallout uh fallout. Fall Guys uh, stream. So it's a fun game. It, it's not really a game that I would play for like, you know, grind it for a thousand hours to get through the battle pass or anything like that. But it is. It's, it, it is fun. They have the different cosmetics and stuff that are coming out for it. So fun game. And we'll, we'll, we'll try it out when it, when it hits uh, Xbox uh, later this year. I did play it on PlayStation. I did play it on Epic uh, when it first came out. It's a fun game. Fun game. Uh, in other news, Grand Theft Auto V surpassed Another milestone, Sarge. How many how many units do you think they sold now? No, I'll be honest with you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that I, is the correct uh, answer, Sarge. 30, 30, 30 million? Uh, 30 no, million? No, it was over 100 million before. It was over 100 million? Yeah, now they're... Now oh, they're... oh, oh all, uh, no, no, just Xbox. You're talking about everybody. Yeah, total sales. Total sales. Everybody. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, did, it go, did it go to mobile yet? I, I, don't, think it, I don't think Grand Theft Auto V is on mobile. I don't think so. Uh, well, every every time Grand Theft Auto was even mentioned now, it's an automatic record because the game still exists in 2022. Yeah, eight it's years still later. around. Yeah. Right. So what's the record? Sales? 150 million. Yeah, it's 165 million units sold total. 
uh, total now. Real quick, uh, Melrose. Yeah, the, I, I forgot to mention that. Uh, Fall Guys is actually going to make uh, their own level design. So it comes later in the year, I think, where anyone can make their own level to make other people play. That's going to be huge for that game. Uh, people are going to make some crazy courses for people to try to get through. And that'll be actually really fun when it comes out. Um, yeah, but 165 million units uh, sold for Grand Theft Auto. Uh, the game also reached $1 billion in retail sales. $1 billion. And that's for units sold, people. That's not that's including nothing. the microtransactions. That's nothing. Yeah, That's not including the microtransactions. And we want to know why Grand Theft Auto 6 is not, not coming out anytime soon. Well, it might be, but no word on it yet. Uh, so yeah, so that's 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 a huge huge thing. I I expect I expect the marketing for Grand Theft Auto Six to rival most movie releases. Oh yeah, when Grand Theft Auto Six finally gets announced and has a release date when it comes out, it will shatter records across the board, one hundred percent. Okay, one hundred percent. Uh, this next story I saw and I was I was kind of surprised by it. Right, so. Uh, Nintendo's largest shareholder, right? Nintendo's largest shareholder is Saudi Arabia is now their largest shareholder. Uh, so according to filing in Japan's finance uh, ministry, Saudi Arabia has acquired a substantial amount of stake in Nintendo through a, its, uh, its wealth fund. Okay, through its public investment fund, Saudi Arabia has now been trying to diversify its investment portfolio beyond just oil and gas. The $500 billion uh, sovereign wealth fund has been used to purchase shares of companies in various sectors with the vision of becoming a global investment powerhouse within video game industry. The PIF has targeted some of the biggest names with the latest example being Nintendo. Uh, a reportedly from Bloomberg, uh, based on filing in Japan's financial ministry, Saudi Arabia PIF recently acquired 5.01% stake in Nintendo. The purchase is set to make Saudi Arabia the fifth largest shareholder of Nintendo, according to the data co uh, compiled by Bloomberg with the substantial considering that Nintendo easily sits on the top five biggest gaming companies by revenue alongside Tencent, Sony, and Microsoft. Uh, what do you think about this, Sarge? What do you think about I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Sarge is looking up at the stock. Uh, so, But it says the biggest stake that Saudi Arabia has over video game companies is the SNK, which is around 96% of SNK. Stock shares purchased by Electric Gaming Development Company, a subsidiary of Mohammed bin Salman, Foundation. Saudi Arabia basically owns the company behind Kings of Fighters, uh, Samurai Showdown, Metal Slug, and many other popular series of games. Other gaming-related properties Saudi Arabia owns is ESL and uh, Face It, uh, which required last January. While well, if, if Saudi Arabia if Saudi Arabia is investing that much money in Nintendo, that's probably because Nintendo might be bottling me out. It might be time to buy. It looks like Nintendo's been trending downward for the last couple of years, and they probably got some stuff in the pipeline, and they know about it. Well, they, they got a sniff of it. They they figured out something's going on. Yeah, it's interesting though that Saudi Arabia. I, I wouldn't have guessed that they were the uh, the largest shareholders. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nintendo's taken a beating over the last year, but that's because of whatever what's been going on, right? And the 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 rise in Nintendo happened during the pandemic, which would be understandable, right? But we're still trending. We're still trending down. So right now, it would be you buying during a low point. So I could see why they would do it. Viking, I think I think Saudi Arabia is the one that bought SNK. That's that would that would make sense, wouldn't it? That that would make sense. Uh there's a we were just talking about mobile games and I forgot to bring this one up. 
Okay, there's a mobile game coming out, Sarge. It's another powerhouse game. It's the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, Morphin Legends. It's a mobile game coming out. I don't have any pictures of it. You can sign up for their beta. It's the uh, It says, enter the Morphin grind and prepare for the whole uh, where rangers and villains cross the seasons collide. Sign up for updates on an all-new mobile character collect RPG made for Power Ranger fans. Now, it sounds like it's going to be something like Marvel Future Revolution, but with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, I know there's a lot of Mighty Morphin Power Ranger fans out there. Maybe you were younger or older. I lost touch with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers about 15 years ago. Uh, don't even follow it anymore. But they're making a mobile game. And again, it's, uh, it's a huge IP, and they're making mobile games uh, for, for this IP. And don't get me wrong. There are mobile games that are, are, are great. Just not for the right IP, right? Like Genshi Impact is not a huge IP. It's a it was a brand new, uh, a brand new game. It's a beautiful game. It's a it's a, it's a very well made game. Like Breath of the Wild, it's very good. But like these these IPs, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Marvels, Transformers, like nobody can make a good Marvel game or a Ranger game or a Teenage Mutant Turtle game or a Transformers game. They just use that. IP to bring people in to sell the game, but the game is really just a subpar uh, type of game. Uh, in other news, Disney Plus beats its Wall Street expectations, surpassing 137 million subscribers. Uh, just a couple years ago, Disney came out and said that the five-year goal was 60 million subscribers. This is before the plague hit. And uh, I said they would make 100 million within the first two years, and they did that. And now they've surpassed 137 million subscribers uh, on the Disney streaming service. Now, they are going to have a, another um, another ads uh, portion put in, Sarge. So now they're going to uh, have a free, not a free, I'm sorry. They're going to have a paid section and then a lower tier section where you get ads before you watch the shows. Uh, what do you think about the ads? We've gone full circle here, Sarge, because television used to have ads. Then people cut the cord. So they didn't want to watch ads, and they went to the streaming services. Now the streaming services are all putting in these platforms now where you pay less money, but you get ads before your actual uh, shows now. Uh, first of all, I, I don't even understand why that's even a factor. Right? I, don't, I don't understand why ads is a factor. If I'm watching programming, okay, if I'm watching programming, there has to be some type of advertisement on there because that's how they generate revenue for the damn show. That's been going on since the birth of television. Yep. Doesn't matter if it's on your computer. Doesn't matter if it's on a satellite. Doesn't matter if it's on your phone. If you're watching a program, at some point in time, there's going to be some kind of advertising on there because that's how they generate money. Period. So me giving you three bucks a month, think of it now, three bucks a month or four bucks a month, even if it is a million people, it's a couple million people, that still can't pay for all the shit that they have to do to pay all those people to do the damn show, right? I mean, if we're going to have this discussion, we might as well just everyone take a break for two weeks. We'll all research television commercials and, and their effects on shows and what, the, what shows get paid and what the commercials they get charged for. And then we'll come back. We'll have a rational discussion about this. Otherwise, this kind of shit is just stupid, right? The one that pisses me off the worst is you're going to have to watch the commercials all before the show starts yeah. and then the show starts, right? Well, here's my, you know what? Who cares? 
Because if, if if that listen, that's the best case scenario for everybody. Right. If, if I have to all, watch four, if all before if the show starts. Commercials before the show starts, then I'll just go play a game and go do some other shit, get the food ready and the popcorn ready, and just let that shit play. Who cares? Yeah. Right. I, if they're if they're curious, if they're listen, if it, this this is the reason why you have to do the research. If eyeballs are on the screen, I know people are watching the commercial. But you don't know eyeballs are on the screen because you don't know where those people are for those four minutes. They could be outside talking, waiting for the show to start because they don't give a shit about the commercial. Right. Yeah. I uh, the, the the best case scenario, like you said, is if they show all the commercials beforehand. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think they'll there'll be a commercial break in between, which will be terrible. Terrible. I, I think if they pay if the people that know they're getting ads and they pay a seven dollars instead of ten dollars, okay. Their their market is well, they either pay three dollars more to not get ads or they pay seven dollars and get ads, and that would be terrible. People would leave the service if they put the commercials like they was in the old old style TV. The reason people cut the cord if is every, because if every eight and a half minutes I've got to watch three and a half minutes of commercials, I'm not paying for any service. Exactly. I'm exactly. paying for zero service. You can yeah. go kiss my ass. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, chat, but but, but but think about it though. They don't have an answer. Their answer is to be exactly like television. That's their answer. I mean, we're doing it. They right. have they have no other ideas. Look at their Twitch. answer is it's on. That's it. So the people that are watching on Twitch right now, they probably got ads in the middle of us ranting at some point during the show. Okay, probably two. Right, because I I have no control over it. They, it's ads. I have to run ads, but I don't get to choose when the ads run. Right? They 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 preload and they they run the ads. Okay, so when someone comes into the channel for the first time, ads just start playing. Okay, in the middle of the thing, and then later on, maybe thirty minutes down the road, they might get they might get ads again. YouTube does ads. Right? I try not to put ads at all unless you're you're watching it after the fact, and then there's ads there, and they're skippable though after four seconds. Which you can't skip. You have to watch like 45 seconds or two minutes worth of ads. And people hate it. Hate it so much that people stop watching on Twitch because they hate watching the ads on Twitch. And Twitch has completely changed their, their whole yes, format. How do, how do you sell the space? The only way it works in today's world is if you and me are talking right now. And in the corner of your screen, just shit's playing every so often. Like a little yeah. part of the screen. A little part of the screen comes up, and it's done in new wave commercials where they just yeah. show a title of something, like a title of the product, and some dude smiling like the Japanese do, yeah. right? Not this long, drawn-out commercial about how right. life insurance is very important for you to have right. and how insurance companies need to market to you. Like, no, it's just a little title of a thing, a little Tide Pod there, a kid trying to eat it, and his dad saying no, and it just says Tide. And then it goes to the next commercial, and we move on, yeah. right? Yeah. Short, fun, and hilarious in the corner while we're talking, and it would be fine. No one would care. They're like, "Oh, I hope that I hope that thirty-second spot comes on and that dry kind of eat a tie pot again." Yeah. That's awesome, <laughs> right? right? That's how you do commercials now. Tempest short attention span theater is where we are, man. Tempest said it ex the best, right? He says, "I hate when I'm watching a YouTube and all of a sudden a forty-five-minute commercial shows up." Yeah, I watched a five-minute-long video. Get this, five-minute-long video, thirty seconds in the video, I got a forty-five-minute commercial. On a five-minute video, I went, so which one's the commercial? Is the YouTube video that I'm watching the commercial to the actual commercial? Or is the commercial the fucking video? It's it's ridiculous sometimes the, the amount of commercials that get played on it. Like, what is that? Like, all of a sudden you're watching, and sometimes this has happened to me, where all of a sudden I'm watching a video, and then I step away for a second because I'm listening to it. 
but then it stops the video and then it starts to play the commercial and the commercial starts playing. And I think the commercial is part of the video. So I come back, I sit down, I start watching it again. And I'm like, this is, this doesn't look right. And I'm watching a commercial for 10 minutes. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is, what am I watching here? Who pays? First of all, yeah. first of all, who pays for that? Right. And who is actually watching that entire thing? Like who actually watches that? Like they have to be paying a specific amount of money for the 25 minute commercial. Right. Yeah. Like, what do they think is happening? Is there some kind of subliminal message on there that if you're actually watching it for more than three minutes, it goes, watch, watch, yeah, watch. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I see this. I see the thing about it's a countdown 25 minutes where the commercial ends. I'm like, fuck you, go 25 minutes with this commercial. Right. right. Well, it's 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 funny, Gator. Uh, they 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 make the problem and sell the solution. Right. That's that's the way it goes now. They're like, let's bombard them with 15 commercials in 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 five minutes. Uh, and then let's sell a premium TV where they get no ads until a certain percentage of people buy the ads or or, or buy the pr premium, okay? And then let's say five years from now, uh, eighty percent of the market is all playing for YouTube TV, and now they start making ads on YouTube TV because they have to make more money somehow. And then they make a YouTube TV premium premium plus where you have to pay for extra. And then there's no commercials, right? Think about what Twitch did with with uh, what's it called? Uh, what is it called? Nitro? T uh, t Twitch? Uh, what the fuck was it called? Right? Right? They 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 stopped it because the, they needed to make more money and they couldn't do it because everyone was cutting it out. And then they put ad blockers on and all this other shit on. And Bring around the Rosie, right? It's, it reminds me of... Uh, of how, how does the show get paid? Turbo, that's what it was called. How, how does the show get paid? We, we can do this circle all day long. You have you got three hundred people working on a show, even if it's a t it, it's it's a YouTube channel. Three hundred people are needed to make this damn show, right? The actors, the cameramen, they have to get paid. So what? So what is it? Right. Am I paying for the service or am I watching commercials? And nine times out of ten, I guarantee you, it's both. I can guarantee <laughs> you, on some right. level, it's both. Because you can't tell me that six million people paying six dollars a month is paying for all the shows on your goddamn channel. Look, I, I at at this point, it, it's it we're we're all we're all we're all retarded. We all we all are retarded because we're all like we were watching TV and we're like, I don't like TV anymore. There's there's too much shit on TV, and I'm going to cut my cable and I'm going to go watch YouTube or I'm going to go you watch cut the cable service. because the cable bill is retarded. Correct. Correct. The and, cable got retarded. Right. That's and, why. and now we have Netflix and YouTube TV and 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 we have uh, Disney Plus and we have pa Peacock and then we have Paramount Plus and we have uh, we have we have fifteen different services, okay? And yet we're paying ten dollars more than we did when we when we had fucking television, right? And now and now they're putting ads in, right? We got away from fucking TV with the ads because there's nothing on. To get all these other streaming services, and now they we have right these back. shows. Right back to the same We're back model. to fucking square one, right? It's 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 just dumb. Or read a book, right? Or read a book. <laughs> Rock to you by Generation. Um, next story, Sarge. Take two interactive uh, comments on possibility of being acquired by uh, another gaming corporation. Okay. So earlier this year, Take-Two finalized a deal to acquire mobile game developer Zanga for a total of $12.7 billion, and the deal stands to this time of writing of the second largest acquisition. The video game industry comes behind... Just keep buying them. 
Right. They uh, just keep buying them. It comes in behind Microsoft's huge acquisition of Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion, and Take-Two itself is a big player in the industry, owning publishers Rockstar Games and 2K. Now, the interview, which initially reported that over IGN Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick opened up a current state of Take-Two and potential for the company to be swept up by, by someone bigger. Now, uh, in short, very likely, uh, unlikely for Take-Two to be acquired right now, Zelnick has stated that the present time, Take-Two enjoys being an independent company that only has its shareholders to answer to. And the CEO cited that tremendous success that is the independent entity, suggesting that it has no reason to come to any acquisitions. Now, Zelnick also offered further context to Take-Two. His $12.7 billion acquisition of Zanga, the mobile developer, is known for its, its uh, hits such as Farmville or Draw Something. He explains that Take-Two wants more growth to be organic and the acquisitions along the way being part of the selective process with this aim to bring the IPs of great teams to the fold. Now, Zunlake also commented on Take-Two's in-house development private division acquired uh, Roll7, a British game developer that is best known for Oli Oli. Uh, it was also al uh, uh, alluded to the mobile market, which integrated Take-Two's moving forward. Zelnick suggested the acquisition of Z Zanga and Roll7 ultimately improved Take-Two, specifically calling Zanga's acquisition significant for our company. I take that that right there, that that line, when he says the acquisition is uh, significant for their company, the reason they picked up Zanga was to give more value to their to their business, right? So they bought them earlier this year. They've made other other entities. Now, a few months ago, we talked about who we thought Ubisoft, Square Enix, Take Two, who EA, who would get picked up. None of us picked Take Two, but we did talk about it would be a big purchase. If Take Two gets bought out, just for Rockstar alone, for Grand Theft Auto, it's huge. That's the ticket map. Yeah, but, but we don't know the connection there. Is Take Two? They're owned by. They're owned by. Does, does Take Two own Rockstar? Rockstar. Yes. Do they own them? Yes. Or are they just partners? No, they're under, in the creation. No, they're underneath that. That that they own them, right? Okay. So they're they're trying to they're trying to bring up the value of their company. And obviously they don't want to sell. And I've said this in the past, everyone's for sale. Are they taking inquiries, which they're not at this time, but he's basically said, yeah, we're up for sale. We're just not taking any suitors right now. But at the same time, in that last sentence saying that the reason they picked up Zanga was to basically give them more, more leverage because that's the, the largest mobile company at the time. Right, and they paid twelve point right, seven now, billion. Now, now the bid for them has to be bigger. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And they had the largest games of Farmville and whatnot. That was the most popular, right? And now they have Rockstar, which just passed you know one billion dollars in in revenue and one hundred sixty five million. No one cares. No one, no one cares about that number. Right. Right. But right because the the, the microtransactions. The, the MTX is yeah. on the on the monthly basis or far outseed the total revenue sales. Yeah. So it's very interesting that that. Like when you look at this from the outside, just like oh, they picked up Zanga, and everyone's like, oh, it's a, that's a big deal, twelve point seven billion dollars. That's a lot of fucking money. But you look at this, and you're like, why did they pick it up, right? So because now now they're worth more. That's right. why. And now you look at it, is it is it potentially where they could, and would they sell? Like, don't get it, me wrong. Listen, it, it, listen, it might just be for defense purposes. They sure. might have did that on purpose just so sure. they don't, so the buyout for them is a little higher. Or right. if you don't, if you haven't noticed, everyone's jockeying all of a sudden. All these companies are getting swallowed up. There's a restructuring happening right now. There's restructuring happening right now. Well, the reason I'm bringing this up is the next story, which is our last story. Uh, but take two, they could do what Square Enix did and get rid of other companies, right? And then kind of 
make a lot of money by selling. They could turn around and sell Zanga. They could turn around and just sell Rockstar if they wanted to, if they really wanted to, right? That's a, that'd be a huge, uh, you know, split, but it is what it is. So the next story I want to talk about is Square Enix has made $394 million profit last year and continues to bang on about, uh, about on the blockchain, okay? Square Enix releases earnings reports, doubles down on NFTs, and Square Enix wants to establish new studios after selling three of them off. So all three of these headlines, if you think about it, right? So they made $394 million profit last year, but at the same time, they lost money on the quadrant of, of Crystal Dynamics because they barely made money, and Eos Montreal, which barely made money. They got rid of the fat, sold them off, made a profit overall as a company is $394 million, okay? And yet they come back, they're doubling down on NFTs, and now they want to make uh, more studios. They just sold three of them, but now they want to make new studios under Square Enix. Because they're betting, they're betting on, on NFTs, that's why. Well, I'm just going to make a guess here, right? And I don't think, you know, I, I'm just thinking if they got rid of Square Enix, I'm sorry, uh, Crystal Dynamics, they got rid of EDS Montreal and they got rid of, I forget what the, the last one was, chat. Maybe you guys can refresh my memory. Uh, it was Square Enix Montreal, uh, EDS Montreal. Oh, that's what it was. It was Square, uh, Crystal Dynamics, EDS Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. Okay. It makes me laugh to think that maybe those three companies weren't playing ball. And again, this is just my speculation. I have no proof of this in any way, shape, or form. Okay. But maybe Crystal Dynamics. EDOS Montreal and Square Enix Montreal, they didn't want to play ball with NFTs. And Square Enix going forward wanted to go with the NFTs and, and whatnot. And they went, you know what? You guys didn't make that much money for us. We're just going to get rid of you. And now they're going to go make new studios in place of them. Uh, I still believe that Square Enix is going to get picked up by one of the major companies down the road. Um, but it is, it is convenient, though, that they, they got rid of three looking to get new startups going underneath the, and yet they're doubling down on NFTs. Do you think I, do you think anything there, Sarge, or do you think I'm just reaching a little bit? Well, the, the topics, the topics are, are, listen, if, if the, if the current data is correct, if the, ter if the current data is correct, anybody who's still interested in NFTs is dwindling. The people that traded in NFTs was a small percentage. The people that manipulated the NFTs was even a smaller percentage of that small percentage who was manipulating NFTs. So for this company to cut off what were good titles and good IP in order to double down on NFTs sounds desperate to me. It sounds desperate. It doesn't sound like a good sound business model. It sounds like that they weren't making any money long-term, and they decided to gamble what they had left for a promise of money down the road, right? If if current information is correct, which so far it is, nobody gives a crap about NFTs, right? Corruption, theft, manipulation, it's not solid. Who's it benefiting? The list of negatives on NFTs is, is longer than my arm. I don't understand what, what people think that the bonus is in there for. Well, I know what the bonus is. The bonus is unlimited money <laughs> like we all know what it is yeah we all know what it is listen i want 
I want vetted titles, vetted IP that have been around for 20 years that did well before these money-grubbing cocksuckers got a hold of them, all right? And I want them to go to, to good, good studios who want those IPs and want to cultivate and keep them alive. That's what I want. I want preservation of the beginnings of gaming. I want Final Fantasy to go on forever. I want Legacy of Kane to come back. I want stuff to, to be revamped, revitalized, different spin on it, and keep it going, right? That's what gaming's about. It's not about trying to milk the cow until you rip its udder off and then kill the cow <laughs> for hamburger right. and then quick get another cow. Right. Like, that's what they're doing right. at this that's, point. That's exactly what they're doing, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, these are stories that we didn't get to. Uh, we didn't get to talk about the uh, Metaverse game. It's a fighting game like Smash. Uh, we didn't get to the Arma Reforger. Actually, let me bring these up so you can see what I'm talking about here. Uh, the Metaverse game, which is the WB with like Shaggy and Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Tom and Jerry. Uh, it looks like a fun game. It's a free-to-play game. Uh, it, it has a battle pass and microtransactions, of course. It's in uh, in beta form right now. Arma Reforge is on the game preview right now on Xbox Series. It's also, I think, $20. Uh, you can play it all as well. Um, we have... Uh, the diversity space method here done by uh, Activision Blizzard. And I do have an updated of it. They completely changed what they originally said in their first uh, post, and they got rid of a bunch of stuff. Uh, so here's here's my NFT. <clears throat> what is that? The uh, here's my NFT right here. Is that the pins? The real ones. Is that the, pins? the real ones? Yeah. Yeah. There's my real. There's my NFT. Uh, we had we missed a story here. This was an interesting story. Maybe I'll talk about this uh, next week. Um, it's God of War creator David Jaffe criticizes head Xbox uh, uh, Phil Spencer. Uh, so the, the guy who created the original God of War director, he has a little bit of words for Phil Spencer about how he's operating the business. I thought it was a little bit interesting uh, that. And uh, Epic is to release the Unreal Engine 5 editor just for Fortnite this year. Uh, if you guys want to read these stories, they're all on our Discord. Uh, so if you want to know more about this stuff, you can go to our Discord, our, our Submit New Stories section, and you can check these out. Um, that's open up for everybody. You don't have to be a member in any way, shape, or form. Also, Sega says it's playing multiple remakes, remasters, and new games this year. Uh, that's the story we also didn't get to. And that's it. That was the, the, uh, the last one. So episode 311 is in the can. We do appreciate you very much for coming out and hanging out with us each and every single over on YouTube. slash or twitch.tv slash 30 gaming. You can listen to us after the fact over on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. We are a video podcast over on Spotify as well. Uh, and you can watch us uh, after the fact. Uh, if you guys haven't done it already, please make sure you hit that like button down below. Uh, there's uh, 45 or 51 of you guys here. Uh, I don't know what the number is at right now, but it, it, it do us a favor. If you liked it, if you're here for the whole show, we really do appreciate you. It's absolutely free every single week. Uh, if you like to go above and beyond, you can be a member of our on our YouTube channel, uh, as little as ninety nine cents, all the way up to four ninety nine, uh, or you can uh, go to Twitch, uh, hit the subscribe button for forty nine, or use your Twitch Prime. We don't actually advertise that except for the beginning and the end. All our content, like I said, is free. We do appreciate you coming out and hanging out with us. Uh, next week's show is not happening. Uh, I am out of town, so there will not be episode three twelve next week. We will be back on June second is when uh, the next GXG uh, show is happening. We do appreciate you very much for coming out, uh, and there is no stream tonight. Um, I have to upload some stuff, uh, so I, I need my computer uh, as I do this. But I will be playing Division, so if anybody wants to play Division, 
playing division tonight after the after the podcast i uh, appreciate it very much and we'll see you guys on the next one take care game on guys two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.